What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as Coach Adamas and See God Allah. We back in here with a great show, and there's so much to cover in this show. I don't even know where to begin. I actually do know where to begin, but I woke up this morning like this, all right, ready to present in front of the coach gang and the ladies of the Ten Toes Up gang, man. I woke up very proud and beaming with pride, ready to present in front of you. One of these days, I'm going to put on my suit. All right, and step in front of y'all ninjas. I'll be proud to this. I'll be proud to disseminate, disseminate this information to y'all. I'll be happy. I'll be like, man, these, this, this is a wreck out here, man. This world. All right. So anyway, great show today. We got our main topic, our main event topic, if you will, which will be presented at the end of today's show. My sound effects are live. Our main event topic is going to be Larsa Pippen, how her postmarital fling with Malik Beasley has come back to haunt her. Not only her, but her son. We also have a death by simp ep episode where a man sees a woman, a damsel in distress, fighting with her boyfriend. And guess what? He tries to break it up. Unfortunately, he learned the hard way. Death by simp does not work. All right. Death by simp. Simping always has a penalty pimping. All right. And so he 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 learned the hard way that uh, that's not going to work out. Also, we have several false alligators. Appearing on today's show, shout out to the false alligators right here. Uh, the ladies that are out here, ladies of the night, ladies that are looking for high value targets. We're going to talk about two Ohio State football players that dodged a false alligator and read their story. Also, Michael Irvin out here suing everybody. And apparently there's video evidence of the person that he cold approached. And this particular, this might be the footage that got him dismissed from his job from the NFL network, false alligators working overtime during the economic crisis. And we tell you men to stay on your guard. Anyway, just to let you know, the show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender relationship status and or weight class, all the big, all the bastards. All right. Race or class. Although I am very much of a description person. All right. I'm going to describe you. Doesn't mean that I hate you. All right. Shout out to you. The show promotes healthy lifestyle choices specifically for men in lifestyle, finances, and emotional relationships, just so you know, and you're choosing to watch this content, you've been warned. Let's get into the show here. And apparently, before we get into the earlier contributors to today's show, Joe Biden is out here being a whole minister to society. Let's go ahead and find out what, what our man, Uncle Joe, first he asked about, let's set it up. First, Uncle Joe. Let y'all know that he liked to put his hands on kids, all right? And then he let you know that he liked to, uh, you know, sniff women. And then he let you know about he likes him like a freshman at the university, right? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, Joe, he was like, oh, man, I need to know, are you a freshman out here? I need to know if you're a freshman. All right, so for some reason, where's my tab with Joe Biden? Joe Biden tab did not want to show up this morning. Let me see if I can find it. Where's my, oh, I got the late, here we go right here. 
Joe Biden out here being a menace to society. Let's go ahead and show Uncle Joe. Uh, tell us what you really know out here. Here we go, right here. Let's line it up, line it up. Let's turn it up. All right, here we go. How old are you, honey? You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? Oh, my goodness. I've done some dumb things. Now do dumb things again. Joe, hey, calm down, man. How old are you, honey? You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? Oh, my goodness, Joe. Mm. Slow down, man. Hey, let him grow up a little bit and save some for Leo. This is absolutely reprehensible behavior, yeah. I've done some dumb things. Now do dumb things. All right, again. he also out here talking about the lady sitting cross-legged and all of that stuff. Let's see if we can find that clip. Joe Biden out here being the menace to society. We need to watch a boy. Where is it at? I can't even find it. Uh, where is it? I can't find the Joe. I might, maybe I deleted it. Maybe I deleted it. I'm looking at my soundboard here. I haven't played it in a while. All right. Yeah, man. Oh, there it is. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. I look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in her legs. Oh, Joe, man. Hey, man, slow down, man. Look, we got to let them grow up a little bit. Leonardo DiCaprio got to get at them when they get legal. In many municipalities, that might be 16 or 18. Joe, slow down. I know you're trying to get first order here. How old are you, honey? You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? Oh, my goodness. What? New, 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 new world order. Joe, man, he one of the nasty boys, but oh, that's I can't co-sign on that nastiness. <laughs> what are we doing? My man, slow down, sir. All right, contribute to today's show. To, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo, and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. You know what I mean? I'll be taking risks out here. All right. <laughs> Joe, Joe out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> Slow down. You know. And then there, you know what? I, I mean, no matter how, no matter how much I show you, you still going to be like this. Hey, I told you to do Biden. We yeah, you still going to be like that. All right. To contribute via Super Chat, you have to go over to the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Notorious CGA channel. You can Super Chat. We're simulcasting over there. Albert Wesker says the ripple effect of being a 304 knows no bounds. And we live in a pretty big world. It's pretty good. It's going to be interesting how how rare it would have been to get put in that situation, right? And now all of a sudden she's put her son in a compromising position where he has to give up a lifetime opportunity. Okay, Stoney Montana, since Malik Beasley had Scotty Pittman's mom in the skeet zone, can we now call them the Splash Zone brothers? Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, they're not really brothers like that, <laughs> right? I don't think, think Scotty Pippen Jr. wants to be on the team with Malik Beasley after he had his mom's 10 toes up, folding her ass up like a love later from the eighth grade, all right, because she's older, folding her ass up, tying her feet into a pretzel. Okay, bad, bad, bad thing. J.J. Frost says, yesterday's streams was one for the books. I'm watching women flee because they're starting to realize they can't compete with me. I love you, coach, man. Love you, man. All right? Women don't want to compete, man. They want it easy. They want layups out here, but the layups are all gone. There are some simps out here for you, ladies, but you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to deal with simp behavior. All right. Henry Resilient, good to see you, brother. He says, WTF. 
He says, nothing makes me more upset than going to download a stream that's not available. Where's last night's stream? And he said, what's up for the weekend out here? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Oh, man, I couldn't leave that stream up. Sometimes I give, you know, I love giving free information. I read the book, Crushing It. And uh, you have to, if you're a content creator, you can barely hold many secrets, right? There are some secrets you can hold and you would kind of funnel people over to places where you can have private meetings, emergency meetings, free info, I mean, information that's paid for. But yesterday I went overboard. I gave out way too much free information. <laughs> All, right. All right. The free information I gave, I, cru I was crushing it. All right. No free information. I can't give out that type of free information, man. So y'all going to have to pay for that. Yeah, that's going to be it. Yeah. Exclusive CGA. All right. He says, can you put it on Patreon? Yeah, one of these days it's going to be on Patreon. I have to upload it to another stream. I had to take it off YouTube. I just deleted it. Notorious NIG. He says, coach. Anyone ever tell you you look like Havoc from Mob D? Sean, the Dunn language out here. Secondly, do you have a main topic for today's show from locals? Well, to, it's, uh, let me see, did you get, no, what I mean, no. well, I didn't get it from locals. I think somebody talked about it on locals, but uh, this has been a subject matter going on here since yesterday's trade thing. So kind of, sort of, but I was ready to go already. Uh, but uh, Havoc, Havoc from Mob Deep. You know, he does have the ball head and he did have the, you know, a lot of us nigs look like that anyway. A lot of us look the same. You know what I mean? Like if you have a ball head, you know, most of us came out, you know, ball head looking good. Not many people can rock the baldy. Mostly black men can rock, rock the baldy. You know what I mean? And then if we wear a beard, we'd be looking like the same milk dud. I'm going to show you because we're going to do a follow up on that child support case that I went on y'all in on y'all. And we're going to show you the bullshit about that child support case. But the dude looked just like me. All right. MC Milk Doug. Daniel McGee. Yesterday's stream was a beast. And honestly, I believe that's why I'm on the clock. Free agent lifestyle is here. I come free agent lifestyle. Here I come. Let me hear that. Uncle Earl. I'll give you the show. I got money. Jeff, the producer coach, you were on fire yesterday. Keep cooking. And we're going to keep being on fire. Let me give you some cash app love. Shout out to J Money. He, see, he leaves some money. Shout out to you. David gives me the thumbs up. That means we're ready to go. DGC more coffee for the coach. Thanks for lining it up, it up for me. Your boy, Scoop. TGIF, keep on coaching. Keep on coaching. Hit us with the weekend. What's going on for the weekend, y'all? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And then also have your bell money, guys. It's Super Bowl weekend. You know what I mean? Don't be gambling your rent. You know what I mean? Y'all gonna be wanting to gamble. <laughs> Don't gamble your rent money away. Everybody chill. Oh, we got no government name. He says, why is this? Why is that most ninjas can't even be bothered to hit the like button? I don't know. I know a lot of people are driving, listening to me. So pay attention to the road. Uh, the like button seems to be one of those things. You're like, ah, for F the like button. But it gets this information out to more people, man. Shout out to what do we got? Macaroni Tony. You've been in your bag this week. He says, hitting turnaround fades off the wrong foot like Dirk. And he says, and breaking backboards like Chocolate Thunder. He says, I need to get my team together for this summer. My Juco had a bloody Mary last night, and I don't run red lights. Mm. Yeah, man. I hope you sent her home and tell her next time, do not come over here with that bloody Mary. All right, if your Aunt Flo is visiting, do not come over here. And also, guys, 
if you do have women and why I know a lot of people are in relationships here and I typically don't do like relationship advice, but I will throw in some stuff here and there because listen, you can't just do entire streams two times a day talking about just don't date. Nah, I mean, listen, that's not a reality for most men, but let me just tell you something. If you are in a relationship or dating or something like that, it is best to inform the person that you're dating, specifically women to not plan anything. If you're on your period, I'm just going to let you know right now. If you're on your period, do not come to my crib, <laughs> right? Stay your ass at home. Do not be like, hey, let's go out for dinner and go to the amusement park and then come hang out and we can hang out afterwards. No, do not do that. If you're on your period, stay home. You know what I mean? But like, I'm just home cuddling up next to my teddy bear watching Netflix. Okay, have a look. Have a nice day. We'll see you when you're off the period. It's simple. Don't waste my time. Talking about then when I want to go reach between your legs, you're like, well, you'll feel something down there. What, what am I going to feel? Beef jerky. Like, what the hell? Bloody Mary. I don't, look, ma'am, you wasted my entire night. Now, what am I supposed to do with this? My goodness. How at me next week, man? Look, see me next week, dude. Get, get your five days. Get cleared out. Thank the Lord. You had the gift and the curse. All right. It's a gift. You're not pregnant. The curse. You have to have a period. All right, here we go. See me next week. <laughs> I don't want no throat, no nothing, because I want to finish the job. And please do not call me. Tell me I'll see you next week so I can line up my side chicks. <laughs> Down there at the Arby's department. No, 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 no. I don't want no extra sauce with this. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I don't care. No, 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 no. No, I, I need to always finish the job. Anyway, got that special sauce, lettuce, cheese, and pickles, onion. All right, we don't need all of that. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? Yeah, the time is now. Who are you picking on Sunday? Would it be sad if, for a Raiders fan if the Chiefs won? No, I don't I don't mind the Chiefs winning Super Bowls. And matter of fact, it's very tough for me to pick because Philly has been on fire. All right, they've been on fire. They're hard to pick against. Uh, but you also got the X Factor, Patrick Mahomes. All right, I'm, I'm a, I, I'm want to say right now, Coach Radama's early pick. I might change it by the end of the show. I'm going Kansas City Chiefs. All right, that's my early pick. Although Philadelphia is a beast right now, I'm going, I'm going Chiefs. But maybe by the end of the show, with more information, I might switch to Philly. It's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be super duper close. It might be one of the best games. All right, shout out to Lewis. He says, "What's going on, Coach from Fort Lee?" B.A. just graduated promotion school, all right, and headed on a five-hour drive to Georgia. He says, life came on just in time. All right, shout out to you for your five-hour drive. Be safe. New, 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 new world order. Okay. All right, and let me do one more, and then we'll get back to the show. All right, somebody saying Eagle. I right, listen, if you're calling for Eagles, I don't, I don't blame you, man. Eagles are tough. Jalen Hurts is a X factor, too. All right, Newski, great. New, he says, great week of shows. I had a woman tell me she felt scared because her friend was in town popping up at her crib. I told her 911 will get there before me. I'm good. Oh, yeah. No, like, save me. There's somebody outside my window. Nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why are you calling me, baby? It ain't on me. All right. We did show you Joe Biden. So we're going to get in here. And we're going to talk about the free agent lifestyle. More and more people, young men, are figuring out the free agent lifestyle is the way to go. 
And I'm going to show you a young man who has cracked the code. Cracked the code. Let me see. I got to line it up. I got it all out of order. He's cracked the code of the free agent life lifestyle mathematically. All right. You better study your mathematics out here. Check this out. It says my man's literally did a math equation on how women are the problem. Okay. Now they're not the problem, but they're the problems for a lot of young men. And so let's go to the, let's go to the whiteboard, not even the chalkboard. Let's go to the whiteboard and listen to this young man. Here we go. And hopefully you can follow along. Time times money. W stands for women times money. Right. Right. So let me stop. It says W W equals time times money. W equals time times money. Now, what do I tell you? Money, energy, attention, and time. Time is money. All right, so I always tell you, in the best case scenario, I don't want to waste time. So women equals time times money. Let's go ahead and go from there. Plus, but time is money, right? right? Time right, is money, right? So this is also money times money. And Jay, what's another way of saying money times money? Money squared. Money squared. So woman equals money Square, right? Oh that's not, that's just the base solution. But let listen, that's it. But listen, what is the root of all your problems? Depression oh. or money? <laughs> People can say money is the root of all your problems. So money is equal to the roots of problems. Right? Right. But make problems the subject. How will we do that? Square root to cancel out that. Mm -hmm. Square root. So problems, which is represented as P, mm -hmm. is equal to M to the second. But wait, what is also equal to M to the second? Oh my God. So woman equals what? Problems. Uh, my man said women equals problems. Oh my goodness. Hey, shout out to him. You know what? I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him the prices right. Shout out to this brother here. Not a lot of y'all ninjas to follow along. All right, you couldn't even follow along with this mathematical equation. My man said depression <laughs> in the background. What a simp. All right, look, man. He says, what is the root of all problems? Depression. Jesus. All right, stop. Now, you're probably depressed over a woman. But look, my man. Hey, shout out to this brother. Hey, listen, not a lot of brothers be doing math that good. All right, so I appreciate him breaking it down, the mathematics. But what he just basically solved for was the free agent lifestyle. He basically said free agent lifestyle is the win. Time times money. Meet money, energy, attention, and time. Any man suggesting that you waste time with no fair exchange of money, you take an L. All right. That's an L for you. When you overuse time in order to get the same woman that somebody else to spend less time for, and you waste time, but you don't turn time into money. Yes, you lost. All right. Facts over feelings in this here. All right. Shout out to you and shout out to that brother here giving us a mathematical lesson. Let's head back to the community. I meant to show y'all this. Um, are we at the community yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now nah, we're not there yet. Be patient. All right. So let's show you this brother right here. Another guy. Another guy. Look, men are figuring it out. And I'm going to tell you, man, the free agent lifestyle has been on the front end of this movement. Not only that, you have to give MGTOW, MGTOW, as much hell as they caught. You know, a lot of our greatest content creators have taken talking points from specifically MGTOW, right? Most of their talking points are from it, but they would never admit it. But here's a guy. It says, when you, here's the video. Here's the skit. When you pretend to be interested, just a smash. Now, this is something that you guys do. You know, we've all been caught doing this, lacking. We just want to hit them skins. 
but we do what? We waste time. We run game. We play all these games, but we just want to scat, smash, and dash. Well, sometimes you can go to the junior college now, but let's go ahead and play this kid. I'm really different because, like, I'm a vibe and, like, I have my own job. I have my own car. I can cook. I can clean. Um, I know how to make chicken Alfredo. That's my favorite dish to make. Also, I'm a Virgo, so, you know, you know what that means. I am a freak. Not you being a great listener, period. It's giving supporter. <laughs> so a lot of you guys right there, a lot of women you meet, they sound like chicken box. And you sitting there, look, can we just get to the bedroom? All right, she be talking, you be like, what that mean? All right, you're like, listen, man, this is, you're not even interesting. You're not even interesting. You're 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 thinking you're interesting, but you're not. And so you're just like, oh, God, let me just act like I'm listening. And many men get caught up in this situation here, which I don't advise. Listen, I don't advise for men past a certain age. Don't waste your time like this. Just go on right to the junior college. I'm really different because, like, I'm a vibe and, like, I have my own job. I have my own car. I can cook. I can clean. Um, I know how to make chicken Alfredo. That's my favorite dish to make. Also, I'm a Virgo. So, you know, you know what that means. I am a freak. Not you being a great listener. Period. It's giving supporter. <laughs> he said, I'm a vibe. Hey, you know, most ladies, I'm just letting you know. Most of you sound like that on dates. Most of us are uninterested in what you're talking about. Most of us is like, oh, man, this is just terrible. And they be thinking they saying interesting stuff. Oh, I'm this. I'm a Virgo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, and I know how to cook. it. I can make spaghetti. Uh, I can make shrimp scampi. I got my own car, my own job. We be like, man, would you shut up? <laughs> like, be quiet, man. Do you realize you actually just making it worse for yourself. And you're not that interesting compared to the last woman I was with. You guys are about saying about just the same thing. So a lot of men figured this out. And uh, some men figure out how to avoid this. I, I avoid all this. I don't even know. I don't want to even know it because I already know you're going to talk about the same five things. So anyway, young men, young men, you're not there yet. I will say in order to get to this level, you got to get your money up. Got to get your money up. All right. Your money, when your money get up, you don't deal with foolishness like this. Uh, let's go to the community. Let's go to the community. And I know once I play this, let's just go ahead and warm the Negro community right now that I'm going to be doing some shenanigans. All right. There will be shenanigans being done right now. So go ahead and give me that look as we speak. So there you go right there. Uh, the old virtue signaling old uh, <laughs> look here. Let's start with Patty LaBelle. Right, let's go with Patty LaBelle. She out here. She's seen Cher winning, and Patty LaBelle's like, In these streets. I want to be in these streets. She said, There's no one in the world. All right. Patty LaBelle out here said she's ready to start dating again at age 78. She says, I'm too good to be solo. Mm. Not even Patty LaBelle can resist the temptation of telling people how good they are. Mm. Oh, she's like every woman. I'm every woman. I'm too good. You're 78, man. Pack it up. Look. Patty, this is my advice. I know Cher got him, a, got her a little, little youngster, but my advice is throw the damn towel. The problem is they don't be throwing the towel, man. Look, <laughs> if you're a man and you're still dating, just know this: you're that regular normie dating. They do not throw the towel. <laughs> they like I still have younger men hitting on me. Younger men in their forties want this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how nasty you have to be in your forties to be banging on Patty? 
No one in the world. She like, uh, what was another Patty Love? Uh, I can't even think of. All right. <laughs> yeah, new attitude. Yeah, she got a new attitude. Remember, Patty LaBelle was the end of R&B back in the day. Uh, Patty LaBelle helped put the end of R&B back in the day. Remember before mm. Gangsta Rap took off? Gangsta Rap took off, you know what I mean? Like right at the end of the 80s, Luther Vandross would come out with his sequin shit on. And then the whole song start off the same. Everybody had a little piano rift. They was doing the reward shows. They used to run the Grammys. We used to have to sit there listening to Lionel Richie, old ass. Hello, Stevie Wonder, bring his ass out here. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Patti LaBelle come out. It was just extra. This shit was just extra. And she'd be sitting up there <laughs> with that big ass, crispy ass hair. Just like, oh. And you watching it, you ready for LL Cool J to get some shine. You want Run DMC to hit the stage. You ready for Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince to come up there. You ready for MC Ren and Ice Cube to get up there. And she up there. <laughs> she up there with a hug. She up there with Michael McDonald. And they up there singing and shit. You like, oh, man, this is reprehensible. Like, get these people off the damn stage. Man, get these old ass people off the stage. They running up there, Whitney Houston and them. Man, so sit down. All right. Nobody want to see them. We want to see the cool people. All right. So anyway, yeah. Oh, shout out to her sweet potato pie. But she out there trying to slang sleep sweet potato pie at age 78. Oh, man. They don't be throwing in the towel, man. They still think they got it. I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, black community here. We talked about this. We talked about this. Yeah. On my own. On my own. How did it end this way? On my own, I just didn't want it to end this way. Man, sit your ass down. <laughs> She's, is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. To wrap you in my warm embrace, and I make it last forever. Yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. <laughs> Yeah, man. She wanna wrap somebody in a warm embrace, that warm sweet potato embrace, potato potato. Uh, remember I touched on this the other day, and the brother, the brother of I like this guy, by the way. This this Muslim guy, this man from the nation of Islam. Shout out to him. Um, I can't remember his name as as per usual. All right, but um, I talked about this. The black community, they are the eighth richest nation. Out of 226 nations here. New, 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 new world order. I'm sure the United States is up there in the top three. But in the top eight, the top nations in the world, the black community. This is not recent Islam. This is another brother. All right. Um, the black community in America with a small population of almost less than 12% now. I mean, it's dwindling. We're dwindling. Here it is. They're trying to say, what's wrong with us when we brought eight, we brought in $1.8 trillion last year. Here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and say it right here. We brought in $1.3 trillion last year as a people. Mm. Out of 226 nations on the earth, that makes black people in America the eighth richest nation. We brought in $600 billion more than, than Spain, $700 billion more than Mexico. Yes, Spain has 46 million people like we do, and they maintain a 208,000 square mile landmass, and they have their own everything. 
Mexico has 131,700,000 people and they're maintaining 771,500 square miles with half the money we have. Yet they have whole countries and we don't have nothing we can call on. Something happened to us. We got the dollars. We just need some more sense to go with them dollars. <laughs> All right, so people were saying Nuri Muhammad is the guy's name. Yes, he was on the Vlad TV. Actually, you used the Vlad TV interview with him. He's a bright man. He's a bright man. I like his, I like his perspective on a lot of things. Now, he asked, we're, he asked about bringing in the dollars. We just need some sense, and I agree with him on that one. We definitely need some more sense. And it doesn't help that there's a, continue to be excuses made as to why, why it can't happen, right? But why can't it happen for you, right? There's a, there's an upper crust uh, selection of people here, but there's just a mindset, some sense that need to go with it. Funny enough, I saw a comment in here that I wanted to highlight that I was like, see, that's not going to help you get past. That's not going to help you. Here's the thing. Let me see if I can find the comment. It might have got refreshed. Oh, yeah, it did get refreshed. Uh, oh, here it is. Here's the comment right here. I want to show y'all. This is the comment. Can y'all see the screen? Yeah. Here's the comment. And they got great support. It got a lot of support. So he just mentioned that since World War II, black community, eighth largest economy, eighth largest dollars brought in of any nation. And look at this comment, bro. <laughs> like, this is the type of shit that I'd be like, what the fuck? Bro, you want even how many gen... What the hell? He said, once they shut down Black Wall Street, our people got disconnected and discouraged. Hold up. <laughs> Just like, hold up. Wait a minute. Listen, what did Martin Luther King think about this? Martin Luther King ain't with it. Anybody else? No, nope, he's not with it either. What about Snoop? Snoop not even with it. <laughs> Snoop is like, what is this? What the Negro community think? The Negro community is like, <laughs> Master Splinter, you? Yeah, Master Splinter's like, nah. Hey, who else? My man, uh-oh, not throw the damn towel. Not throw the damn towel. What the human resource department thinking? All right, anyway, let me see here. What the fuck? All right, what about all... Man, I can't even... I'm not even going to comment on that. I'm not even going to comment. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? We trying to help y'all go. Oh, man. What about Biden? What does Biden think? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> he don't care. Biden don't care either. Biden out here chasing tail. Let's see what Biden really thinks. All right, Biden does have a <laughs> Biden does have a thought. He said that he wants to share his opinion uh, on this matter. Let's see what Biden's thinking about right now. Let's line up what Biden's thinking about. You're 11 years old. Talk to me before we leave, okay? Oh yeah, see that? Yeah, I don't think Biden don't care neither. <laughs> Nobody cares about Black Wall Street, bro. I mean, man, Jesus. That's crazy, man. Anyway, let's leave the computer tile alone. Come on, man. Hey, man, we got to get better. We got to do better. Biden don't care neither. He got he got 11-year-olds lined up. 
All right, let me see here. Let's get to some super chats. What do we got here? Did I get Daniel McGee? Jeff, the producer coach, he was on fire yesterday. Keep cooking. DJ B Fit says in Arizona for the Super Bowl, went to the casino yesterday, and there were celibates everywhere, as I would believe. You know what I mean? Your girlfriend says, I'm going to go to Phoenix. Where are you going to Phoenix for? I'm going to the Super Bowl. Oh, you like football? Nope. No, I just like balls, all right? And I like to make some money. I got money. Beta male strategy says, fellas, protect. Please protect your seed. My girlfriend took herself off birth control three months ago without telling me, and I've been shooting the club up, shaking my head. Shout out to Beta Male Strategies. Found out. She was like, oh, I didn't tell you guys. Man, and it's going to be your fault, guys, if you get her pregnant. Oh, you got me pregnant. But I was off birth control, and she was telling you to shoot up the club, and now you have Dylan. All right, so you guys know how it works. Protect your seat. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. And then you on child support. Yes, indeed. All right, Derek Choice, LeBron James, in his speech, said his wife is the real MVP. And apparently, he couldn't do what he does on the court without, without her. Give him the buzzer. Yeah, that's more that's more normie marriage chicken bog. All right. Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. All right. We know this. And marital guys are programmed to say these things because if he doesn't mention her, they're going to say you didn't even mention your wife. She was responsible for who you are. It's going to go off on a limb and say LeBron James would have probably been fine being LeBron James without her. However, we have to give credit where credit is due. I believe Savannah might know her place. Right. She might know her place slightly. We did have we have caught her slipping, though. We have caught her slipping, but she might like like she was probably a good choice, meaning that she hasn't wrecked him yet. So I can look at it and say, yeah, she's the real MVP because she could have divorced him a long time ago and came up on the bag. So I will say that. But she wasn't shooting with him when he was in the gym. Mm, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Big Mo yesterday was lit yesterday morning. He says, I understand where you're coming from about the daughter paying for the child support in the 30K debt. We're going to review it, even though it is a win for them, but the mentally, but mentally, he would rather her invest the money into herself. Yeah, man. And I'm going to find out, did they really, did she really pay the money or did they just let it go? We're going to find out. Here we go. Um, We have, we, this guy right here uh, says here, for those TJ facts, for those of us looking for marriage, this guy always kind of asks for personal information, uh, which gives me private investigator vibes. You know what? It gives me vibes like. <laughs> uh, somebody says, uh, yeah, we'll find out. Hey, LeBron is not out of the woods with Savannah, just to let you know. But he says, what is one of the biggest red flags you ignored in your marriage that can help us normies vet a better mate? Yeah. We're not going to talk about my marriage per se at this particular time. All right. So we will do so when, you know, when there's not much at risk. So as you know, private investigators be uh, asking for specific details that I will say when I address marriage, I tell you what to look for overall, but not so much about my ex-wife because when you talk reckless about your ex-wife on the air they can pinpoint direct things and say see you slandered this individual directly i don't do that 
<laughs> all right. I don't slander an individual directly. I'll just say in marriages, look out for this. In marriages, look out for that. But nice try. Nice try. You see that? Yeah, you can get a defamation. And this is why people don't, you know, people ask me, show us a picture of your ex-wife. Show us this and show us that. You can't do that. Then they have direct evidence that you were talking directly to them. So I've seen these. I've seen these comments from this individual quite a few times about direct information about my situation, and it gives private investigator vibes. All right. So anyway, Daryl L says, what's up, coach? Got paid today. I'm finally on your money mindset. He says, I'm looking for the I'm looking forward to learning the secrets. Yeah, man. Yeah. And by the way, it was all my fault. Right. Yes, indeed. But yeah, man. Welcome, Daryl L. All right. Um, shout out to Daryl L. We go way back. Daryl L. We go way back. He actually knows. He's actually seen me with my kids. All right. So Daryl L. Man, we go way back. He's actually seen me with my wife and kids. And congratulations, brother. My man got paid. Shout out to Superman. Says the future CGA in the building. Which what was that? Not not Joe Biden. Okay. Midtown Moho says, Hey, Coach. Why do so many divorced women become pregnant? By their new man after their divorce, he says, I almost became hemmed up by a divorced 40-year-old mother who said she was on birth control and she miscarried, all right, or miscarried. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Uh, what, what, you're, what you'll find is that a lot of divorcees know they're at their wits end financially, and so they'll trap another guy. They couldn't trap their husband, but they'll trap another guy, typically around 40. Now, not all of them do this, but some of them try to reset the clock. They try to reset the clock so they know they can get at least another 18 years, 20 years, two decades worth of support. And they'll have somebody's love child, but not, but not a problem. But they're going to pray mantis you and make your life a living hell. All right, so do not impregnate an old woman, especially if she's a divorcee or a single mother. Um, somebody actually, I can't remember if um, somebody commented, but there was a, a person that, reached out to me or I can't remember what the comment was and her child was like her oldest child was 29 or 23 and her youngest child was like nine like that sounds awkward when you see two big gaps like that that in, that indicates a second man came along and started impregnated her or at the last last second she got impregnated by her her gump spouse and it ended in a divorce never ever reset the clock that's resetting the clock, guys. That's what that's called. I, I have terms for everything. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, yes, 40-year-old women can get pregnant, particularly Latina and black women for sure. All right, white women not. Actually actually had a uh, scare like that with an older woman as well. She hit me up at the gym, told me to come there. It was a gym that I did not work in. It was a gym that I was just working out in. She She ran the game on me. She cold approached me. And then it was on like Donkey Kong. And then she was like, oh, I think I'm. And she wasn't. She just got scared. But I don't know why she would have thought that. I didn't even shoot up the club. You know what I mean? I went right to the gullet. It was right to the gullet. So I was kind of like, I mean, listen, there's always a chance. <laughs> uh, somebody said, damn, I'm 29. Now my little brother nine. Yeah, guys. Guys, it is. Um, Guys, women reset their clock. Watch out for women that do that. That's a reset in the clock. Keith says, headed to Mexico this weekend to watch the Super Bowl on the beach with two fists full of 20s. 
free agent lifestyle for the life. And he says there's barbecue in here. Yo, it's barbecue in there. Keith, my man going to have a handful of senioritas out there. Shout out to the senioritas. Hey, man, a lot of guys. Um, a lot of guys are telling you they fail for that. Listen, listen to these guys. A lot of guys are telling you they fail for the trap of impregnating an older woman. Don't do it. Shot X, last one, coach. That's the real reason why the community hates the passport bros. A lot of money and resources that those brothers are providing are leaving. Shout out to the passport bros. They, they don't like it. What's sad is they don't like these men. They're just using these men. Let's get back to the show. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we got uh, we got an excellent topics here. There's several videos that I want to share related to this death by simp. Death by simp. I what do I tell you guys? If you see a woman getting hemmed up in public, what do we do? We call the polar, we call the 911 and we step back and we keep it moving. Sorry, ma'am. Looks like you got into a situation. Well, this young man did not get the news and coach gang members. This is why it's important to hit the like button. So we can save young men from losing their damn lives over some woman that they don't know. Why didn't they help that woman? Well, because women be doing stupid things, not stupid, goofy things, getting in uh, domestic violation situations with men they chose. I'm not helping you. That's the man you chose. Okay. And they also do things like instigate, gaslight, and all these things. And guess what? The man gets angry, finally lashes out on her. And then that's when you show up and you see that man doing something. You're like, why is he brutalizing her? Well, you don't know the entire story. Here we go. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Fair use. Here we go. It's great to have you with us. I'm Joe Donlon. And I'm Erica Sargent. We're waiting to hear about charges against the woman police claim stabbed a good Samaritan to death in Edgewater after he stepped between that woman and two others late last night. CBS 2's Sabrina Franza is live on the scene with new details about the victim. Sabrina. Joe, Erica, that good Samaritan lived. Sabrina, your voice too deep for that little ass body. All right, but right. let me tell you something. Sabrina could get it. All right, but Sabrina, you need to get that damn voice down from being too damn low. All right, get them high octaves going because I'm going to need you screaming in my house. Here we go. Here in this building behind me, a friend tells us he was stabbed right outside his home trying to get in front of a woman with a knife from attacking two other people. Oh, Olivia just got on the job because he was selling things, trying to get him a good place, like just trying to get better. And there were people who go to some mess in life and they're like, okay, we are really trying to focus on himself. Like, all right, so he was living the free agent lifestyle. You see the cop, you see the things here. He was living the free agent lifestyle. He wasn't dating, he wasn't doing nothing. Then he stepped in front of uh he stepped in two pre in front of two people without context. Two men were probably trying to beat the brakes off this woman who was trying to attack them. And guess what? He turned his back on the knife-wielding woman, tried to scold the men, and got his ass shanked. All right, man. <laughs> Boy, man. Terrible. Terrible. That's what he was doing. A friend told us about that 21-year-old Good Samaritan. He was tall, kind. Yeah, like six, four. You know, you would think you would kind of be scared of him, but he was... Very sweet, very down there. Speaking with CBS 2, his friend asked us to keep him anonymous. The two were neighbors as well, would talk about whatever was going on outside their building. Never did he think his friend would die outside their shared home. First of all, y'all need to get up out the hood, all right? It's, if you live in the hood, def, I would keep my head down. I ain't talking to nobody, all right? All right, not even my neighbors. So get about the hood. I, he, they sound like they live in a reckless area, and this shit got caught up. Oh. It's crazy because usually... 
we both hear things and we say, yo, what's going on? Like, is everybody okay? Um, but the one time I don't hear anything, he goes out there. At about 1140 Wednesday night, the Good Samaritan went down protecting two others in the middle of an argument between a man, woman, oh. and another woman. All right, man, woman, and another woman. Dude, that's instant. Stay out of that one. Stay out of that one. You're not in it, man. A man, a woman, and another woman. No, hell no. <laughs> Who had a knife. The two others weren't hurt. He was stabbed in the chest. Chasing a female black with a hammer. She has a knife in her hand threatening him. They are screaming at each other. It's not clear how the argument started. Crime scene tape covered the outside of the Sheridan Road apartment building. A witness. My man got stabbed in his Adidas slides. Damn. And he probably wasn't. He probably went out there to check and, and stuck his nose in it. Man. Nace told us off camera that the victim was lying on the ground behind that tape before an ambulance took him to Ascension St. Francis. Leaking. Leaking. My man went out leaking over some two straggle daggles and a ninja. Hell no. Where he was pronounced dead. I know he was just healthy. He was just trying to help. Over 12 hours later, police still going in and out of the neighboring Wyndham apartments. Neighbors telling us that police stood guard outside a unit on the third floor. SWAT was inside for a short period as well. And now an arrest. Where the woman at? And as we mentioned, police. See, this wrong with feminism right here. She want to do her job. And it's like that that movie I shared with you, uh, Living Large. Hate to hate to change the subject, but we get the point. But now this woman was a full woman. And now because she wants to be a reporter, she didn't turn into a whole man with her voice. You know, her voice ain't that deep. It's like the dude with the living large, the black guy. He came, became the telecaster. And then all of a sudden he started turning white. This is what happens to, to um, this is what happens to women. Like, why are you, why are you reporting with your voice like that? That shit is not sexy as hell. It's not feminine at all. And passport bros. Say they have that woman in custody. We are waiting to hear those charges are pending. We're also waiting to confirm that man's identity while the medical examiner works to notify his family. All right, where the mugshot at? All right, I'm going to have to Google the mugshot. All right, let me see here. <laughs> All right, Google the mugshot. Let me see, do they have a name? All right, they ain't got no name or nothing. All right, let me see here. 21-year-old man stabbed. Let me see if I can get it. 21, I bet. How much y'all want to bet? Hey, is it a Puerto Rican, a white person? Or a ninja stabbed in, what was it in, uh, we're going to call it Edgewater. What state is that, by the way? What are we talking about? All right, woman in custody. Let me pull up the images. All right, we don't have no, <laughs> it's, go, it's the community top. What state is that? What city is that? Chicago. It's Chicago. No, it's going to be a Puerto Rican. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Hold on for a second. We don't even get it. I can't get I cannot get it. All right. Let me see here. They're not good. It's too many articles coming up. I, I need a mugshot. I need a mugshot just real quick if I could get it. All right. No mugshot yet. Yep. No mugshot. But although this lady does come up. No, nah, that's not it. That's an old incident. Let me see if this is the updated. Boy, Edgewater got a lot of bullshit going on. We got to. We got a black woman, but I don't even know if this is the article. No, Edgewater got a lot of shit going on. This place is reckless. All right, listen, this is not. I got New Jersey now. 
I got New Jersey now, so I got a whole bunch of Edgewaters everywhere. So let's just go ahead and go on up to the next one. I think it's New Jersey. Okay, it's Jersey. Yeah, Jersey, man. Stay out of Jersey. Jersey ain't got shit going on. Who lives in New Jersey? Joyzy. Joyzy. Oh, I know me in New Jersey. <laughs> All right. All right, go to the South Shore over there. Go to the New Jersey Shore over there where they got the little things in the amusement park over there. You got it there, and you go down there, and you can go to Atlantic City over here. Jersey. Go to Joyzy. Who <laughs> lives in Joyzy? New Jersey ninjas. Let me tell you, New Jersey. Let me know. Nah, I'm not going to test people in Jersey. We don't have time for that. I would go in in New Jersey, but uh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Somebody says Chicago. I can't tell. There is some edge water in Chicago. We got Joyzy. And we do have a woman losing her mind going full demolition derby. Let's go to the scene of the crime. Uh, you know, there are some mental head cases out here, but careful who you date on dating apps. Hey, this lady just hit us. Oh, look at her. Watch out! She's going all crazy. She hit in every car. Oh, man. No, she tried running into somebody. What is... She, she's crazy. She hit us over there too. You hear her screaming? She's screaming. What's up? What the? F Move out of the way! Move! You almost got killed, man. Oh, shit, move. Get out of here. Everybody, get out of here. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Watch out. It's not worth it. Somebody broke over there. Oh, my God. Sir, sir. Look. Get Let her do it. Let her do it. Wait, watch out of there. Whoa, whoa. Watch out. Y'all about to get killed. She got like a. Oh, here she go. Here she go. Oh, my God. This is. Dude, what is going on in the world? What are we doing? Oh, the humanity. Man, we got to protect our people out here, man. These women out here going crazy with their cars, man. Hey, this is why I say, you know, people wonder. People wonder. I think women are confused. Like, I think they're confused. They don't know what to do with themselves. They got just too much time on their hands, right? They can have too much time on their hands. They're depressed, manic, anxious, stressed. And the reason why is because they don't, they're not taking, they're not, they don't, they're, they're not making good use of their time. As they say, idle time is the devil time. Idle time is the devil's time. So when you have too much time and you don't have time to raise kids and you, you know, cause job ain't going to cut it. That's just busy work. All right. Monkeys can do many of the jobs that people are doing out here, but when you're not raising kids, instruction, pride, providing guidance, all right, doing chores, you know what I mean? When you're not doing that, you have idle time to do this and lose your mind and become hysterical, all right? And so hysterical is what's happening, and a lot of people aren't calling it out. Unfortunately, man, you got people doing the whole demolition just out here. And uh, look, she just crashing into people's cars, man. What are we doing? She almost killed this lady right here, if you see it. I turned the volume down, but there's a woman standing in front of this car. I think it's the next. Look at this dude. All right, they're trying to stand in front of her. She's just tapping all these. This woman right here, check this out. What is wrong with this woman? How goofy. She's standing right. She's trying to protect her car. And this woman's screaming and yelling. Oh, look at this. Look, look. 
Oh, she almost got kneecapped. Oh, my gosh, boy. Look, she was, I don't even know how she made it out of that. Look at her. She's just standing there. Get your goofy ass out of here. All right, wow. She almost got that kneecap. Checking her phone. Wow, she was on Tinder. Yeah, the woman's possessed, man. You got to watch out for her. Shout out to the local chica that was doing damage out here. And let's go to the next little story right here. I told y'all I have a lot to share, so we're not going to belabor the points today. We're going to go into the next story about this woman that's on Lonely Fans. Telling y'all to mind y'all's business. Ma'am, let's listen to her. Can I say something? I hear a lot of y'all make a lot of negative comments about women who have an OnlyFans account. And my only thing is this. Are y'all going to help these women pay their bills? Are y'all going to help these women put food in the baby's mouth that they supporting or clothes on these babies back that these women are supporting? No, y'all not. So mind your business. Let these women work and make their money the best way they know how. And mind yours. Because a lot of y'all with something to say ain't living right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just <laughs> see, I, I I don't know what to say. Instead, look, they they can't they they want to do their own thing, but don't want to criticize. Don't want to be criticized, ma'am. You're doing it in the wrong order. First of all. Why do people keep keep saying things like this? If you're not paying their bills, I'm gonna. I, I hate that phrase. You know, certain phrases. I'm gonna tell you. I hate when a person say, "Oh, I gotta pay my bills," or "He gotta pay my bills," or "I got bills to pay." First of all, that's what's called being an adult. When you're an adult, you get bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? There's not one adult out here that is not responsible. That should not be responsible for paying bills. Like bills come with being an adult my bills and i have bills to pay and he ain't paying my bills if you ain't paying my bills you got to shut up that it that is not true bills are kind of what happens when you become a responsible adult now if you are not a responsible adult and not paying bills you're a loser like you're a loser you're literally a loser you know what i mean like look i get it you can't pay all your bills so you need help but you got to pay like a portion of your bills to qualify for not a loser so then she goes to the next step. Because if you're not paying her bills, you can't say anything. That's false. All right. That's number that's number one. Number two, this woman said these women have babies and mouths to feed. Mm. Wait a minute. Babies and mouths to feed. Let me ask you this. Are you married? Nope. Do you have a father for that child? Nope. That makes you a loser. Like you can't pay your bills. You have a child without a father or a husband. You in Loserville, ma'am. Now, if you want to do sex work, that's fine. If you want to do OnlyFans, yes. As a result of you being a loser and a failure in life, that's your only choice. Congratulations. And if you're getting a bag, get your money. Now, this is what we call doing life wrong in the wrong order. You're carrying before you marry. And as a result, you got to be a hooker. You got to get. You get you get to get talked about. You cannot be like not. We can't talk about hooker life. You're a hooker because you made all the wrong choices and you live life out of order. And then a lot of women have this mindset that they can live life out of order and then not be judged as a consequence as a result. No. <laughs> Congratulations. Man. You played yourself. 
Yes, you're in the idiot box. And the only thing you can do is sex work at this point to pay the bills. Fine with me, but I can talk about your ass. I can talk about you. So this is the mindset that got the community effed up. Let's do everything out of order in reverse order, then complain when people put us in check. No. <laughs> can I say something? I hear a lot of y'all make a lot of negative comments about women who have an OnlyFans account. And my only thing is this. Are y'all going to help these women pay their bills? Pay their bills? Pay their bills? That's their favorite word. D tell me you're on welfare. Tell me you're on welfare without telling me you're on welfare. Pay their bills? If anybody says, I got to pay my bills, you're a loser. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, please explain what does that mean? You got to pay my bills to talk to me. Unbelievable. I cannot stand that. Pay my bills. And they got bills. <laughs> they got bills. <laughs> All right. That's a welfare mindset. I got bills to pay. Congratulations. Are y'all going to help these women put food in the baby's mouth that they supporting? <laughs> you hear this shit like do you live around people that think about like this if you if you live around women that think like this you in the hood <laughs> these people are going nowhere bro the only thing they got is only fans left but if you live around people that talk like this get out or clothes on these babies back that these women are supporting where's the father is there a father? Is he paying child support? Does he have custody? Nope. No, you're not. So mind your business. Let these women work and make their money. The now, here's the thing. When they're working and making money, what about the guys that are supporting it? You know what I mean? Like dudes that are at the junior college, dudes that pluck these women off Figueroa, uh, dudes that skeet in these girls' bellies and skedaddle. What about the, the guys? Since they're making their money, what about Leonardo DiCaprio that's gone and paying for that 19-year-old and taking her off the market for a little bit, putting her back on the market when he's done. What about that? What about the guys that are doing the supporting? What do you think about them? Are, should they be arrested? Should they be in jail? Are they criminals? Are they perverts? What, what are they? Since we're supposed to let all these women out here run out in these streets, what about the men that are participating? Are, are, are they losers? Are they at fault? But what, what, what's the problem? Our society's telling you to support sex workers, but then when dudes are doing it, Supporting sex workers, they're the criminals. They're perverts. They're losers. What is going on? They're tricks. Yeah, all, all of this stuff. So we supposed to just let y'all do it, but then you're going to be victimized at the end of the day. All right. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But go on, sister. Best way they know how. And <laughs> the best way they know how, baby. That's all I got left selling this center cut. Hey, it's a life. I'm yours. Because a lot of y'all with something to say ain't living right. <laughs> Only God can judge me. Oh, man, boy, I tell you, man, some of these women, man, some of these women, man, I tell you, man, shout out to her. And she had a whole, she had a whole caption to figure this shit out. All right, let me see. Is that the last thing here? Yeah, OnlyFans, skeezer one said only God can judge me. All right, we do have an interesting thing. We're going to get to that follow-up of the child support case. Okay, we're going to follow up on that one. And then we're going to show you the modern man and their daughters. How the modern man's living with their daughters. We're going to show you that. Shout out to Jay Hawkins. He says, how do I get on the money mindset? You get on the money mindset. Let's go ahead and moment to grip, but we'll get to the rest of these super chats. Oh, yeah. A moment to grip with CGA. The money mindset is available to you on Sunday evenings on patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. 
There you see get exclusive content, and you can get on Locals just for the regular show on Sunday morning. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. That's how you do it. Patreon.com backslash CoachGregAdams. Go to the $50 level. Money mindset in the building. You know what I mean? Indeed. New, 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 new world order. Yes, indeed. All right. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to J-Flow. He says, it's Friday, and you still ain't got no job, Coach Gang, man. I ain't got no job in the building. The Yobless Gang. Shout out to Matt Sutton. He says, make that Meow Mix song you do on the soundboard. That Meow, 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 Meow. Oh, dude. I should have had it perfectly lined up for this guy getting schooled by his daughter. Shout out to Juju. He says, thanks, Coach, for yesterday's stream. I'm cuffing my balls. Cuff your balls out there. Speaking of cuffing balls, Randy's in here. <laughs> right? Randy K., the gray beard. Good morning, sure. Shout out to the gray beard. That would be I. And shout out to Randy. Airplane ticket on the way. All right, shout out to I.M. He says, just got back enjoying Costa Rican freshmen. Shout out to you, free agent lifestyle for life. All right, shout out to you. What we got here, D. Rose. Deshaun says, yes, coach, I am on the road, but pulled over to donate. Thank you, man. Good to see you here. Thank you for your, your, your support recently, man. Miller says, how do I access the money mindset, coach? Thank you, brothers, for getting on. Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. And you get all the streams in the past, unlike on Locals, where I had to private them because TJ Fax is watching. All right. But on this, you still get all the money mindsets over there. Shout out to Tay Tay. LeBron took an L with that speech to his wife. <clears throat> guys, when you deal with married men, they're going to have you guys been around married men? Okay. Married men talk like that in front of you and their wives. Oh, she's my better half. She's the smartest one. She wears the pants. Without her, my whole life would be nothing. Like, how much of a loser are you guys? Tell me you're a loser without being a loser. That's my favorite word today. Like, you'll be nothing without a wife. You'll be nothing. Like, your life would fall apart without, without this person. He did the speech last night following the night before, previous night of breaking the record. Then he didn't play last night. And then he did a speech, I think, to open up the game or at halftime. I'm not really sure. Like, your life will fall apart without this other human being? I mean, listen, some people live like that. He says married men are eunuchs. I don't, I don't understand that. But I've been self-sufficient for a long time. Shout out to Dion. Neon Dion, we're going to call you. Shout out to Brenner. He says, you are a genuine brother. Thanks for speaking the truth. And when you speak the truth, you know what I mean? They want to hit you with the guillotine. <laughs> they want to hit you with the guillotine out here. People do not like truth speakers. They don't. Shout out to Moose Hefner, and I caught you, man, spitting lyrics. I caught Moose Hefner's spits, spitting lyrics. I think if you go to his channel, Moose Hef, he got them lyrics. Where are you from, brother? I know you down from the South. All right, he says, I can't stop laughing at that chicken box sound. Shout out to you. Renair <laughs> says, Coach, he says, get y'all Mitch ass up out of here. Get y'all Mitch ass up out of here. Man, I was like, man, leave my stream. All right, I lost a lot of subscribers yesterday when the Mitches left. And Shan says, as, as said in the military, no good deed goes unpunished. And men need to know these things. See, men don't listen to men don't listen to men anymore. A father would tell a son, you know, I give my son a lot of information, and you know, he just looks at me and he's, you know, it's it's tough for sons to listen, you know, to their fathers at a certain age because all teenagers want to rebel. You know, my son listens to me, you know, I'm dad, I'm popular on social media, so that helps and he supports it 
And um, he listens to my information. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he processes. He watches my life. But a father's supposed to tell their kid, right? A father's supposed to tell their son, stay out of normie people's business. Stay out of it. Stay out of that shit. It ain't your business. Do not play Good Samaritan. Because, yes, you play Good Samaritan, but you don't know how they got into the You're You're without information. You don't have context. Like, even when I see, I, I remember I was in a parking lot. I was in a parking lot picking up some food. I'm driving off these broads, trying to change their tire. And then I stopped. And then a homeless dude, like, fell over my hood. Like, it was kind of like a weird scenario. You know when you get caught in a weird scenario? <laughs> like, it, I was at a place I normally don't go to. Then I saw these women with their car jacked up. Like, they was, like, trying to fix their tire. And then I stopped. And then this homeless dude ran in and kind of fell over my car. I was like, time to go, man. Look, look, look. I'm out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? I was like, look, let me get out of this vapor. This vacuum that I got sucked into, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, because when, when that's happening, there's too much calamity. It's kind of like a final destination when death is trying to catch up to you. It was like too much shit. Like death was trying to be like calling me in, like come to death, like come to death. It was like sucking me in. You know what I mean? I was like, man, please. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let them broads figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it was too, it was too like, it was like, it was like sucking me in. I was like, pause. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Shout out to Miles. He says, uh, SCZ built like, uh, Maurice Jones drew now. What's S C S E A S S Z A? Trying try to remember who who that was. And somebody said, "Hit the like button." <laughs> but normally, dudes would get out the car still, and then just get their whole life. Then a trailer park. Then a trailer truck. Run your ass over. It was just too much. Oh, S C Z S Z A S E A built like Maurice. Jones Drew. Oh boy, I see her. What did she look like before? SZA. I see her. She looks like, is she African or something? She doesn't look African American though. Let me see what she looked like beforehand. Okay. I see her. Yeah, she has some, she has some prominent features. I'm going to tell you that. SZA? S-Z-A. Oh, it's SZA. All right, anyway. I wouldn't have known that. SZA. All right, shout out to SZA. Yeah, her features are prominent, man. I'm going to tell you that. Scissors. Shout out to Scissors. Oh, it's like RZA. Okay, shout out to Grease Man Texas. He says, here's a cup of coffee. Oh, me, keep up the great work and don't move to Central Texas. That ice storm tore us up last week. No power in my subdivision for three days. Oh, man, damn, that's terrible. That's terrible. All right, man, and uh, that's why we haven't heard from you, man. Three days, I hope, you're, I hope you had a four-by-four four at least. And he says, Patty LaBelle was in a Playboy magazine in the mid-'80s. I saw it myself in my early teens, and boy, did she have some nice melons. All right, man, okay, shout-out to Patty LaBelle. She had the titties out? My gosh. Hey, good for her, man. Hey, good for her. By the way, you guys see on Instagram, they're letting Ariola go, as we reported a few months ago. 
they're going to start letting the, they're freeing the nipple. And by the way, some of these women, boy, they areolas be looking good. Like you just don't, you just didn't know. Some of them be having them big old wide piece. They be got them pepperoni, uh, pepperoni size, double pepperoni size. <laughs> like anyway, be like, whoa, didn't see that coming. All right, but shout out to them. Y'all want to be out here being skeezers and hoes. Get your money up. <laughs> Two eyeballs looking back at you. You be like looking at them. They be looking at you like. <laughs> All right, looking like Rosie Perez's Ariel. You be like, whoa. And by the way, now I talk about it. I'm the heathen. Meanwhile, these hoes out here got their whole pizza sausages out here like this. Pepperonis out. Come on, man. It's crazy. Shout out to SZA. Oh, Chairman Mo says, OMG, the coach is going base Delta Zero on everybody. He is bringing out the Star Destroyer, the Super Star Destroyer, and the Death Stars, and the dark side of the forces on these fools. Yes, we are. We went to the dark side on them, and they want me to come back. Come back from the dark side. <laughs> Dude, I'm on the dark side. I ain't coming back. Ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, I'm not coming back from the dark side. <laughs> All right, they're going to have to chase me back out of there. Kaylin says, Coach, I was just thinking with Rihanna. Rihanna, is SZA doing a halftime show too? You should do a prime and decline on her. Early in her career, she was beautiful and cute. Now the age is showing on her. How old is Rihanna? I remember she was 18 when their music came out, or 16. Have you noticed that they always trample out these 16-year-old 17-year-olds, oh, she's only 17, and they trample her out there, and she's doing all this strip tease and shit, and you're like, am I supposed to like this shit or no? If I like this, I'm a metaphile, right? Okay, she's a talented artist. She's not that old yet. She's not that old yet. Elvin says it's only right to contribute to the best edutainment in YouTube from Rockville, Maryland. We got the DMV checking in. The DMV. Checking in. All right. Shout out to y'all. Y'all surviving out there in the DMV. I know it's mad expensive out there. Warren says, just got some, just some advice for the coach gang. Never believe a 40 plus year old woman that says she cannot get pregnant. If they say that they have an IUD, no eggs, etc. It does not matter. It's too risky. Even with a condom on, I advise you to pull out, uh, pull out on busted case it breaks. He says, if you skied on her back, make sure it's far enough that it doesn't run down her back. That's very graphic. Or that she runs to the bathroom. And <laughs> Yo, this is too graphic, man. As Coach says, protect your seed. My man was going graphic on it, man. He was talking about digging it out and all, oh, man. We got to watch it. All right, last one, and let's get back to the show. Man, we got to, this, you know, I know I be going in sometimes. Pro Man Explainer says, all right, Mark Twain said, when I was a 15-year-old, when I was 15, I thought my father was such a fool. By the time I was 21, I was amazed at how much he had learned in six years. Wow. Watch out for your fathers. Your father's got all the advice that you need. And speaking of fathers, let's show you this. Let's show you this. This is going to be reprehensible. We're going to follow up on that child support case. All right, but first, we're going to show you this gentleman here. This is allegedly, I don't know if this is a skit, but we know a lot of men are out here being suckers. All right, and so this daughter who looks to be about 13, 14, 15, she's going to teach her father how to hold masculine frame. All right, 
by the way, these people do not look hungry at all. All right. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's play the video and then we'll come back and uh, break it down frame by frame. You can't be weak in the knees for no man. Stand up, daddy. You weak in the Excuse knees. Excuse me? He, he what? He's weak in the knees for you. You need to stand up. Don't let her run you. I won't run Tell her. her no. Say no. I right didn't now. ask him anything. Tell her no right now. Look at him be like, no, Dico. Go. He Do bought it. me Do something it. because he Do wanted it. me to have it. Say no. Stop. Say no. Come on, baby. We got to go. No, don't rush me. Tell we her no. Tell her Get out on the way. Don't take four hours. Bye. Bye. How the way she drawing? Bye. Don't worry about no. me and my new stuff and his old stuff. Don't worry about nothing. Okay, no. I didn't ask him for nothing. You gotta say it. Starting like, no. No. You gotta look at her. Look at her in her eyes, daddy. Go. No, you can't get in one purse. Period. I didn't ask for no purse. Did I ask for a purse? No, see, now she's trying to gaslight you. Don't let her gaslight you and manipulate you. No. One more time. Say no, Dico. No, Dico. <laughs> Shout out to that brother who we got in at the pause right there. Yo, yo. <laughs> Check this out. This is crazy, man. This is this is how bad it's getting. Even your teenage daughters out here trying to school y'all ninjas on how to do what? Put your woman in check. Wow. Wow. So let's break this down. This is crazy. And as you can see, the daughter was giving him instructions and he could not even figure it out himself. He could not even man up or cuff his ball enough to actually step up to his wife. So here's the deal. She called out manipulation. She called out gaslighting. She said, you need to cuff your balls. And she said she was basically throwing moms up under the bus. I'm just going to tell you, man. She was right. All right. The sad part is, yes, it's still sad. But she was right. Wow. Shout out to the belly deli here. How's our likes? Shout out to the belly deli girl right here. You can't be weak in the knees for no man. Stand up, daddy. Look at this. Stand up for yourself, daddy. And mom was recorded. They laughing like all parents. Your own kids be hating on you. You weak in the Excuse knees. Excuse me? He, he what? He's weak in the knees for you. Wow. Weak. She caught, look at dad, but look at, <laughs> he can't even look at his wife. I'm hoping this is a skit. Yo, but look at how he's looking. A lot of you guys can't even look your wife in the eyes. All right. And she got her whole finger in his chest. <laughs> oh my goodness. You need to stand up. Don't let her run you. Wow, dude. She giving the CGA, she giving the CGA advice right here. She said, you need to stand up for yourself, you big, overgrown, milk. He got the caramel milk dud head and the gray beard. I won't run Tell him. her no. Say no. I right didn't now. ask him anything. Tell her no right now. Look at him be like, no, Dico. Go. Wow. He bought me something because he wanted me to have it. Say no. Stop. Say no. Come on, baby. We got to go. No, don't. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Come on, baby. Don't rush me. Tell we her no. Four hour drive. Tell her Get out on the way. It don't take four hours. Bye. Bye. How do she Bye. All right, she throwing moms up under the bus, man. See that daddy's daddy's girl right there. She throwing dad. She throwing moms up under the bus, trying to warn him. Don't worry about me and my new stuff and his old stuff. Don't worry about nothing. Okay, no. I didn't ask him for nothing. You gotta say it. Stone's like no. no. <laughs> Yo, they literally man, this is crazy, man. 
This is like the dating coaches getting after her. <laughs> this is crazy. Tell her no. Oh, uh, no. You got to look at her. Look at her in her eyes, daddy. Dude, dude, she's not even wrong, though. The funny thing about this skit is she's not even wrong. Oh, no, no, no. She look, look, no, look in her eyes. Tell her to her face, you overgrown simp. Go. No, you can't get any, any more person. And then he was shuffling. No, 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 no. He thinking about the last piece of peace leave. You know, I'm not gonna get no peace leave. No, 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 no. Look how he said no. No, 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 no. Coach, what should I say to her? Eyes, daddy, go. No, you can't get any more person. Period. You know, you can't get any more persons. Did I ask for a purse? No, see, now she's trying to gaslight you. Don't let her gaslight you and manipulate you. Why? Hey, look. Hey, look. Dude, she ain't wrong. Now she's calling out the gaslighting and the manipulation. Wow, dude. He's done. Not even even the daughter knows. Dad, step up for yourself. <laughs> no. One more time. Say no, Tico. <laughs> he says, she says, say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. And he look, he still can't do it. He still can't do it. Guys, men are weak as F these days. Men are weak as F. And he needs to tell her no on the extra slices of bacon that she's been eating. But that's neither here nor there. We won't diss her because she's trying to. Let's see if he says no. No, Dito. He didn't even look at her eyes. Mm. Damn, men are weak. Married men are gumps. Not all married men. Married men are gumps. This is why I tell you before you get married. This is why I gave you the book on my website. Free book. It's a small, short book. Men, before you get married, if you're a gump, this is why I don't say, well, married people work. No, married men are gumps. Married men are gumps. No, Deco, no. Well, they're married, coach. They seem to be working out. No, the dude probably is henpecked. That is crazy. And the, even the daughter sees it. Shout out for the daughter, because a lot of times the daughter sides with the mom, but the daughter loves dad and wants to see him stand up. And he can't do it. That's sad. This is the sad state of men in today. But uh, shout out to the skit that they put together. Let's get to this one. Let's get back to this one. Another guy that looks like me. Everybody trying to look like me, I see. All right, here it is right here. This is a update on the man that had his balance cleared. Notice it says bad balance cleared. It doesn't say paid. The balance was cleared. We're going to clear this up. Shout out to the other milk dud head and gray beard. Here we go right here. Seems to be a common look today. All right. Let's go to the details. There's a follow-up story, and the story comes from 2019. A woman put her father in tears after giving him a surprise he would never forget. All right, so it says right here. And the woman's name is, the young woman's name is uh, Ty... Tanaya, 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 Tiana, maybe it's Tiana, Tiana, Jesus, <laughs> Tiana Morris recorded her father's reaction after she gave him notice indicating that he would no longer have to pay backdated child support. The video has been viewed more than 3 million times on Twitter and retweeted. This is an older video, but we just caught wind of it. There, Shout out to uh, Dollar Store CGA, Child Support CGA right there. Quote, this is from Tanaya or Tiana. Quote, my mother put, uh, put him on it when I was really young. 
listen to this. This is why I tell you. The courts also assigned him $30,000 in retroactive support dating from when uh, from the day I was born when he had already been taking care of me. Okay, listen to this. So here we go. This is what's sad about it. So the mom put him back on child support. And he'd been living with this retro child support for uh, uh, a dec uh, two decades, two decades. Quote, Morris said her father paid the existing order. And then she says, and this is Tanaya or Tiana. And he thought when I turned 18, he didn't have to pay the retroactive. Dated, backdated child support, she says. So in his ignorance, I don't know what he thought, that the child support just went away. If you, it, At 18, it does not go away. You could be in your 70s and still be having backdated child support. And it says, but he did not, or but he did, wait, but he did and wasn't able to keep up with the monthly 600. So he came up with the money, it seems like that, but there was a continuing adding, there was a continuing adding of monthly child support that he could not keep up with. I'm going to tell you, his licenses were probably suspended. He probably could not travel internationally. He probably could not get a job for two decades, okay? Then Morris says, who says she is really close with her father, cleared her father's balance, and he no longer owes anything. She says her mother was also on board with the idea. See, this right here, shout out to that flight back at the bottom. See, this right here shows me that there's a lot of bullshit right here. I told you, I told you it was not what it seemed. First of all, she did not pay for the child support. They cleared it, meaning they said he owes nothing. He, he paid it off, and they somehow had to probably twist the arm of the agency, okay, Twist the arm of the agency to clear the balance. They did not pay the balance. They probably twisted the arm of the agency and said, hey, we settled it or something like that. And it probably took a while. Then they said the mother was on board with clearing the child support back arrears. Problem. Problem. The mother let this shit get, go on for 18 years at least. And now, because guess what? There's no more gain. There's no more, no more to gain. And now the child, the daughter, is close with the father. It would be an embarrassment for the mother to continue to have this man on child support when this kid is an adult now. So the daughter were probably going to the mom like, Mom, what are you doing? And the mom reluctantly gave up after punishing this man for two decades. And now they're saying the mother was also on board with the idea. What? This is bullshit. Bullshit. She she harassed this guy for 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 no reason. They the daughter says she was put on retro. The, the father was put on retroactive. But the the daughter says he was taking care of me the whole time, meaning the mother kept up this vendetta. And now what tends to happen? I'm going to tell you one more time. What tends to happen. With women like this is that now because she realizes there's nothing else to gain. She starts getting in the good graces of the father again because she knows it's over for her. She didn't remarry. She's not going. She's probably trying to get back with the father. I told you this is a sad-ass situation, all right? It's super sad that the daughter had to take the reins, okay? And it says right here, for y'all that don't understand, okay, 
when you can't keep up with child support, they garnish your pay, your tax refund, your driver's license, and your passport. So for 20 freaking years, it says right here, she backdated the child support from the day I was born when the mother put the case. And now, since this guy went through 20 years of hell, the daughter says she had to come back and she says Morris feels good knowing this is something her father no longer has to worry about. They should be punishing that mom. And quote, my daddy's been on child support since he was 23 years old. He is now 40. Okay. 17 years of hell. He deserves this. She had his ass shackled. By the way, he looks older than 40. All right. The ninja look 50. But child support will do that to you. Family court will do that to you. Crazy. It, it, this, this is, to me, sad that the daughter had to come to the rescue, put the mom in check, put the dad in check, and then try to find some sort of solution, which, to be honest with you, the guy probably shouldn't have been on child support at all. He shouldn't have been on it because even she admits she put him on child support even he, though he was taking care of the kids. He was like, he's been in my life. I'm going to repeat it again. The courts also assigned him $30,000 in retroactive support dating back from the day I was born when he had already been taking care of me. It's the mom. The mom's the problem once again. And once the daughter's a, an adult, the mom knows she can no longer play the game. She can't play the victim. So she had to be like, yeah, let's go ahead and get him off. Sad ass situation. All right, last clip here is a woman who is working a job at Federal Express. But ladies, ladies, equality always catches up to you. And when equality shows up, they don't like it. All right, they don't like it. So here's a woman here, young woman. Let's play the clip, fair use. I don't care. Yeah, there you go. Get your boxes. Since all y'all want to stand there and look at me. Yeah. Help. How about that? Come help. Mira, la vieja me aventó mis vanities. You can kiss my white ass. Just oh, leave. Girl, leave. I'm sorry. Go back to your country. I can't understand what you're saying. This, is America. America. this is America. No. This is America. I know. This, this is America. America. This is Mexico. All right, so what you see here is obviously this woman works a job. She's strong and independent, and she can do what men can do and so forth and so on. But obviously, she's struggling with two big packages, All right, And the big packages, she cannot figure out because she missed training. She cannot figure out how to load those packages onto that dolly and deliver the packages to the front door as she was probably instructed and trained to do. So instead of doing that and being called out and acknowledging that she asked for help help guys when you're in fedex if you work for ups there's nobody helping you you're really not supposed to help them they're delivering the package if you help them and they break the package then the ups driver or the fedex person is going to say you you handled it you broke it i didn't break it so you want them to handle it and deliver it like it was intended to be delivered but she cannot complete the job so she asked them for help did you hear that? She says, y'all just going to stand there and not help me. Mm. No, ma'am. No. You're the deliverer. You're the independent person. You didn't realize this job. You might have to have some boxes that you cannot carry. And then she goes and starts offending them and it gets racist, right? And she starts attacking them because she knows she looks like a moron. But uh, guys, equality is a son of a bitch, isn't it? Here we I don't go. care. 
Está aventando mis pinches cajas y trae un pinche genio. Boy, that whatever's in there is broken, even if it's IKEA furniture. So there's the dolly, slam right here. No, get your boxes. Since all y'all get your boxes, who delivers boxes on the curb like this? I want to stand there and look at me. Yeah. And there's another box. There's another box. There's two boxes, and she just dropped them. Here we go. How about that? Come help. No. Ma'am, do your job. I don't ever help. I don't ever help nobody take their package from the truck. That's your job. Bring that shit up right to my doorstep. I'm not going to help you. And yes, if I live on the third floor, bring that shit up to the third floor. I'm sorry. That's your job. All right. So she said, kiss my white ass. I'm really thoroughly confused. She is racially ambiguous. I she probably does have a white ass. I don't know what her her background is, but then she goes and what? Just leave. Girl, leave. Sorry, go back to your country. I can't understand what you're saying. Hey, women, when they get called out, they do not like it, bro. They be they be acting a whole. So I saw. Wait a minute. I don't care. I'm my boss personally. Está vendiendo mis pinches cajas. Y trae un pinche genio. Yeah, there you go. Get your boxes. Man, protect these women, man. Protect these women. Protect your daughters and your, your mothers and all of the women in your life because they just don't get it. They, they don't get it. We can do it, and then when they do it, they get a diversity higher. Then they be out there. If you missed the stream last night, if you missed the stream last night, I broke down that, that cop in Tennessee. I might have to clip it. That cop in Tennessee went there and played an entire victim, filed a, filed a lawsuit against the officers, and she claimed she was sexually assaulted and abused, and they groomed her to be a sexual object at her job. You cannot make this shit up. They do not like to be corrected. It is crazy. So if you missed that stream, I went in there and I read word for word. Yes, I had to read. I read word for word of her basically saying she was the victim when she was out there smuggling salami. When it comes to accountability, women just don't have it. This is why you can't play their game. And it's all Jermaine Fowles. It's always Jermaine Fowles. Yeah. Uh, Megan Hall. She went in there and played the whole victim. She filed an EEO discrimination um, uh, uh, case against the, the police department, got the chief fired, and then she said um, she had depression. <laughs> she had depression. She said they took advantage of my depression. They told me to lie on my mental health examinations. Uh, they knew I had depression and stress and anxiety. It's crazy, guys. Dude, you cannot contract with a lot of these people. Miles says Dark Vader. Dark Vader was praying mantis from Luke Skywalker. Indeed. It is a thing. Macaroni Tony, I caught that. She said, I didn't ask him for nothing, but didn't tell you or but didn't tell him no, either did you. Probably hit him with the do it, honey, do it. Indeed. Just do it. I didn't ask him. He just did it. Yep. And you took it. All right. No government name says I have two different friends making over 150K and just got engaged. They're both in their 40s with 34 plus year old women. I put them onto your show way back and tell them why I personally wouldn't want to get married, but they're still doing it. It breaks my heart, coach, because they get action. Oh, well, they're tired. They're tired of being in these streets. That's what happened, right? In these streets. <laughs> But um, 
Yeah, man. If I was them, I would have waited another 15 years. <laughs> That's what I would have waited. Dudes, I'll be out here. Well, I'm tired of de dealing with these skeezers. I get it. Let me go super chats. I owe y'all some love. Pulling down, pulling out. All right. Uh, so I said the future CGA. Okay. Uh, Keith said, okay, we got Keith. Blue Baggins, damn coach. Stay off my city. It's Edgewood in Chicago. That's not per se the hood. All right. Well, Chicago, you can really not tell what the hood is many times because it's an older development place. So it's not the hood. We'll stay off this city. We don't want problems with Chicago. Sheldon Ross, uh, if wait, and if we. Oh, he says, and if we delete that three or four in the car, we'd be the bad guys. Yeah. Um, yes, because I would have said open fire on her ass. Lee Smith, XXs don't listen to men who do pay their bills. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just now, if I pay your bills, ladies, ladies, if I paid your bills, could you do me one good thing? Just don't don't talk to me. All right. Listen. <laughs> like, don't talk to me very often. Like, that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying your bills so I don't have to hear you. I know. I know. All right. Shout out to James E. Cornette. He says, I've never been uh, one to focus on race with dating because I grew up in Nigeria. So all my childhood crushes were black. But I've learned the hard way that my best experiences have been with whites and Asians. Interesting. Interesting right there. Yeah, I don't uh, listen. I don't disagree. It happens because those people tend to believe that like. Black women, uh, come in close here. This is not going to be something. This is not going to be a negative. I'm just going to tell you this from experience. This is not me talking about you in a negative way. I'm just going to describe you. Typically, you've seen with uh, women of your own race. If you're a black male, you'll understand this. Typically, the women are sized about similar to men. The build, even the build, the broad shoulders, the the necks, the largeness, the size, the mass, large legs, large backside. Um, do I have a picture? I have a picture of a woman that might describe this. I think I saved it. I right click saved it. And I'm going to tell you what tends to happen here and why other races of women tend to not do or react like sisters react. Let me see if I can find the picture. I thought I right click saved it, but I didn't. Oh, damn. It was a great picture, too. It was a great picture. So tip, typically what happens is because of this size match and men, you have to blame yourself because you tend to pick larger mass women. And as a result of generations of procreating, the women have become size large as you or bigger or wider. Thus, in their mind, they think they can beat you up. They think they can knock you out. They think they can like wrestle you. In many cases, they can. And for sometimes they don't develop a glass jaw. Like they can take a couple of strikes when they're challenging you. So they kind of built like linebackers. And of course, thanks to evolution, because women have taken on a role of strong and independence, naturally your body, shape, voice, facial features will evolve into a person that needs masculine features. Like you're used to walking to the hood, protecting yourself over generations. You're going to be, you're going to, you're going to try to be like Bigfoot. 
You got to develop these characteristics because you're going to be challenged at any point. This is why men become bigger. You know what I mean? So the nose becomes bigger. The jawline becomes stronger. The lips become bigger. You become like a... <laughs> then your shoulders start rounding over and shit. You start getting latissimus dorsi. You start getting ab cuts. Your shoulders become rounder and shit. And after a while... With this being said, this tends to lead people into believing that, hey, I'm just as big as you. I'll knock your ass out. Thus, becomes very confrontational. Yeah, voice gets deeper, right? So it becomes very confrontational. Thus, when you provide instructions and leadership, if they want to buck, they will challenge you physically. This is why you can't correct them, right? Can't correct them because they like at the end of the day, I got more chest hair than you, you know? Mm. After the end of the day, we've ate more processed meat and government cheese. We got the same damn genetic makeup. So they can, so they can challenge you physically. That's why they like, why would I listen to you? We're the same size. Now, typically white women and Asian aren't like that. It's not like that. They always smaller, thinner, leaner, frailer. So at the end of the day, even when they don't want to listen to you, they don't have a choice or they'll find another way to manipulate you. And when they find another way to manipulate you, they will always appear cooperative. See, this is the problem that men don't understand, right? Although, although it looks like they're on your program, all they did to you was like this, okay, and shook their head. But they know they must do that to survive because they can't beat your ass. Some of them might get out of their mind one day and say, I'll beat you up. Well, they know they can't. They'll strike you and nothing will happen. Then all of a sudden you'll breathe on them and they'll delete. You know what I mean? They'll fold up. They'll fold up like a cheat suit. You know what I mean? And you're like, I didn't even do nothing to her. So what we have to understand is even cooperative women does not mean they're on your program. They're just finding another way to manipulate you. And they will because they're very strong at it. So Asians and whites, although they do appear cooperative, their women tend on social manipulation, gaslighting, acting like they've been a victim. You know, that that's what they'll do. So be careful about guys. Be careful with manipulation. All women manipulate. Some women do it physically and confront. Women are not black. Women are not passive aggressive. Asian and women, white women, passive aggressive. All right. Asian women be like, OK, oh, here's some soup. All right, here's some soup. Me love you long time. Made you soup. 30 days later, you sitting over there like. She didn't hit you with the right amount of poison just so it don't get detected each and every day. So you don't taste it. You'd be like, oh, this soup is good. Mm, mm. Thank you, baby. Oh, I love you long time. Uh-huh. Day one, day two, day three. You just are sucking it down. Eating it, eating it. And she just feeding you and feeding you. All right. And then 30 days later, you like. <laughs> so watch out brothers man don't don't think that it's just black women out here they, if a woman has enough reason to get you she will get your ass <laughs> it's, just, it's just how you want to get got do you want to get taken out in a gunfight with a woman that's got bullet wounds and stab wounds and tattoos on her forehead you want it aggressive do you want it or do you want it you want it nice and neat? You wanted the dude to simp to run through the door? You want that you want it slow like poison? 
where you just sitting in the hospital in agony. Your whole liver, kidneys just collapsing, failing. All your intestines leaking and bleeding. You just they're like, I don't know what happened. Your wife over you. Oh, it'll be okay. Uh, sign this life insurance shit. You know, how you want to go out? Pick your poison. You want to go with a Latina chick? Y'all brothers always screaming Latina chicks. All right. You like to get stabbed. All right. Listen, you want to get stabbed in the spleen. Okay. You want your junk cut off. Right? <laughs> you want to get your junk. You want to get your salami cut off and she just throw it on the highway. Fine. <laughs> you want it nice and neat? You want it in your sleep? How you want it? You want a simp to run up on you? You want to drive by shooting? I don't know what the hell you want, man. Listen, this, there's nobody perfect. <laughs> you want the chorizo and eggs? She cupping up chorizo and eggs, kicking it up for the kids. Oh, this chorizo is a little chewy. Where'd you get it from? You're a poppy. Or <laughs> your poppy. She's sitting over there like, Damn, daddy. Yeah, you want the Vatos, the Odele, the Cholos to run up? They pull up in a 6'4 Chevy Impala, park that shit, all right, pancake position, jump out with the bandanas across their forehead looking like Jules Santana. Is that what you want? <laughs> all right, anyway, we just having fun around here. Hit the like button. You know, pick your poison. Don't, I, I don't like this, you know, black women this, black women that. They all can get your ass. They all can get you. So just be good. Yeah, playing zap. It pull up more bounce to the ounce. All crazy, man. So anyway, oh, what are we doing here? Did I, I? I'm doing super chats. The wealth manager says blew that back out, and the junior college wants a long term relationship. That is, that's the dark side. A lot of a lot of women get that. Yeah, you get it good to them. Get it good to them. Or <laughs> right, you get it good to them. Yeah. A lot of because what happens to the let me talk to the older men. The older men, you know, you're dating younger girls. Uh, they're dating dudes their age. You got to know, man, a woman that's 25, 24, 23, like she's dating dudes and dating dudes and they're doing good. And, you know, she's getting pumped and dumped. But she really ain't dating no men. And that's what she really wants. You know, she really hasn't figured it out. So every now and then she'll tiptoe and go date her an older guy. And then she'll come to his house and there's no roommates. He doesn't live with his mama. She's like, interesting. They can take their time. She can scream. She can walk around naked. Y'all can be in the living room, kitchen table. All right. You can take your time. You don't have to, you know what I mean? You can take your time with her rounds. Afterwards, she can relax. She in a cozy bed, sleeping on it like it's a cloud, not on a twin bed, mattress on the floor. She's like, this could be, I can actually make something of this. She's like, this is great. You got toilet paper on the roll. Simple shit. She can just jump on there, pop some shit in the microwave. She can make her microwave meal, her chicken fed Alfredo. <laughs> she like, this is actually, then she's going to go back. You know, because when she goes back with guys, they doing that whole three-minute rounds. You know what I mean? And, yeah, he aggressive. He aggressive. He got that old yellow lighting. You got a ceiling fan with great lights, candles lit, music in the background. He got rap music and smoking weed. Yeah, I mean, listen, she'll get smashed out like that. Bed all on the floor. Mattress. 
uh, the, the, the sheets ain't been washed in six months. Stank socks everywhere. She's like, I guess. She's like, hurry up, hurry up. Uh, my mama gonna come home. Let me finish up. Yeah, I mean, they like that too. But then when they see the other side, yeah, mattress, no sheets, right? She, he got skeet stains. She look at the mattress. You ever be with a woman? Look, you ever be with a woman? She about to get on your mattress and she looking at the sheets before she lay on there. She like, see. And she tired of getting on somebody's mattresses and he got yesterday's skeet stains all over it. And she's like, damn. So <laughs> she's going to be like, I can enjoy this. I can lay back. Oh my God, this is great. Yeah, they'll be looking for a long-term relationship. I wouldn't do it though. I would not do it. Do not let that shit fool you. Keep they ass right there in the wheelhouse. Do not long-term relationship these women. All right, don't do it. All right, JC says, shot, he says, shot or shoot down the gullet and you'll have no problem. Yes, that's always the solution. All right, we got King Solomon GA, I believe that says, co-sponsorship. Finish the free agent lifestyle and the evolution. He says both should be every in every man's handbook to life. Get those two books, free agent lifestyle and the evolution. The link is in the description box. Leverage and options really is the only way to counter coochie games. Even they know this. We have to be the full package. Game isn't enough. He says you're that ninja free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> oh, man. Leverage and options is it. Leveraging options is it, and that's the only way around it. And even these women know it. They'll tell you, can I play coochie games with a man who got a big old California king? He got his own house. He take care of his own shit. What kind of manipulative games can I play about him since he has more options? Listen. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie games not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Nothing. Zip. Because they'll try it and they'll try to play coochie games and they'll try to see how come you don't text me? How come you don't do this? And then when they know you got options, they got they got nothing to do in response. Nothing to do. I was messing with this Cambodian chick and she tried to play that and she was like, I know you'll have other women, but just tell me. She tried to hang in and she couldn't make it a whole week. <laughs> she could not make it a whole week. Then she tried to uh, flake on me on the appearance. Then she started texting me. Oh, yeah, this is the longest I haven't heard from you. Where you been? All she heard was this. No response back. She was like, damn. When you mess with men, ladies and gentlemen, when you mess with men that have options, nothing works against it. And if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Women don't want to compete. And the only way they find out that they don't want to compete is when you have options. Then when you have options, they ask, go to skedaddling. They, or they stay in pocket. They stay in place. Right? And they realize, okay, it is what it is. But most of them skedaddle. They be like, I can't do it. What will work with the guy who has so many options? Nothing. Nothing works. <laughs> right? All right, let me see. Adir observe and adapt. Last one, coach. I had a date get into my car and aggressively readjust the air vents without asking me, giving off the I'm in control and charge vibe. I added it to the red flag list. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't say it was a red flag, but she just doesn't have any home training, right? 
Um, you don't have any own training. You got to understand what my property is, what my space is, and you must ask politely, hey, can you can you do this? Can you adjust this? But if you get in and start touching my stereo and pushing my shit around and no. No, you, you can't. You, you should not do that. And a trained individual would know it. But a lot of people have been raised by orangutans, right? A lot of people have been trained not to be good mates. They've been trained to um They've been trained to steal from mates, essentially, right here. Straight jacket. It's all about them. Oh, the guy's supposed to do this and do that. And then you ask him for one freaking thing. One thing. One thing. They won't do it. They'll refuse to make a sandwich. Not me. Give you some peace leave. Uh-uh. And then you had to do blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what the fuck? Those are untrained individuals. I tell you guys, stay away from those people. Stay away. I tell people, I know ladies, are you listening to me? In the 52-point program, I will tell a woman how to walk with me. Okay, when we go out, this is how you're going to walk with me. If somebody comes up that knows me, this is how you're going to what you're going to do. Okay, cuz I might you might I might somebody might recognize me or somebody might know me. Now, if you know somebody, this is how I'm going to respond. This is you got to give them instructions. If you don't give them instructions, they headed for self-destruction. If they don't receive these instructions and they look at you like, what? Dismissed. Mm. Bitch, you dismissed. You dismissed. Uh, listen, this is how it's going to work with me. Oh, I know how to deal with men. I know what men like. I know how to cook for men. Okay. You know how to cook for men. You know what men like. You know what you should do around men, but you don't know what to do when you with CGA. You don't know what to do with when you're with me. I don't care what men do. I'm I'm not like every other man. So this is what I want you to do. When you get to the door, this is what we're going to do. Okay, so there's no confusion. All right, who's going to open the door? Do you think, oh, you should have opened the door. You shouldn't. Okay, every time you get to the door, stand right there. I'm going to pull it over on this side. You're going to walk through on that side. Instead of like she behind you on this side, you get to the door, she waiting, or she just open the door and fling and walk through every single time. When we get to a door, this is what you're going to do. Every time we get to the restaurant, this is what we're going to do. Now, doesn't mean I'm taking control away from her. I'm not going to be like, okay, I'm going to order for you and all this shit. But we're going to have instruction on what we should do so we don't look like fools out here. So I don't make you look like a fool. You don't make me look like a fool. Now, 99% of American women will not follow this shit. They don't even want this teaching. They ain't going to do it. The first thing they're going to do is operate in the spirit of rebellion. At this point, all you're going to get is hard salami and a piece of bubble gum. That's all you're going to get. That's all you're going to get. You ain't even going to get a bologna sandwich. All you're going to get is the salami and bubble gum and get your ass out. Out. Bye. That's all you're getting. You're going to be practiced at that point. You are a pretender. You're a pretender. So this is why I don't go with older women. Older women got to be on this program. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> they, they, they don't do it. But you can go overseas and you can find a few women that will do it just for a period of time. And then that's it. But you guys got to you guys got to understand that that how, that's how you supposed to be operating in this world as a leader. Men need to lead. And then as soon as you show up leading, these women be out here rebelling. And they'll rebel against a guy that has significant more value than her in the economics and in the life position 
they have what they have and they'll leverage that and won't listen to that guy. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Bye. <laughs> All right, because I can I can replace you in seconds. You can't find another another me. Soon as they rebel or say this is stupid and I don't need to listen to this or why you why are you telling me this? I'm telling you this so everything we look out here, we're we're like a engine. We're like a engine that is efficient. We're running efficiently. We're running like precision. Shit gonna go right in line and everything's gonna work good. But in this case, you're dismissed. All right, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. But women aren't ready for this. By the way, the women that are ready for this, get to the 52-point program. Email me. Email me. CoachGregAdams.com. Hey, yeah. CoachGregAdams at gmail.com. I'm very much on a precision. I want everything to be efficient. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to argue. And why you did this and why you didn't do that? When I pull up to the valet, when I pull up to the valet, stay in the car till they open the door. They're going to open the door. You're going to get out. Then you're going to wait right there. I'm going to deal with the valet. He's going to come to my door. Then I'm going to deal with the valet. You just stay right there. Eyes on me. Eyes around. Watch me. Watch ninjas running up on me. Then once I'm done, I'm going to come over to you. Then we're going to go. Bitch going to be like, I don't want to do all. Oh, shut your ass up. Get out of here then. <laughs> get out. Yeah. You don't want to follow the program. You missed. You and if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, Coochie Gang's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Yep. He says, give coach, give it a try. What they'll do is they'll come over there and start talking and yapping, distracting me and shit. Right? They'll come over, walk over. What we doing and where we going and how come you don't do? You asking me questions. I always tell my kids. I train my kids like this. When I'm at the cash register, don't talk to me. When you're at, when I'm at the cash register, don't talk to me. Don't ask me about nothing. Don't talk to the person that's at the cash register. Don't say nothing. Don't ask me for nothing. When I'm at a cash register, I train, I train my kids to this when they were very young. Because what happens is you're at the cash register, you're doing a transaction, and they're talking to you, and they're asking you questions, asking you for stuff, putting shit on the counter. Right. The person's trying to talk to me and the transaction might mess up because I'm not paying attention. Right. And then I'll get the receipt and go, what's up? I tell them, don't distract me when I'm at a cash register. I need to focus on this. And I tell women that if I'm talking to the person, if I'm paying the bill, which I don't have a problem with, if I'm paying the bill and I'm talking to the person, I'm check. Don't say shit to me. Don't say nothing. Let me finish the transaction. Then I'll direct you to where we're going. Then you can start talking to me if you need to say something to say. But sometimes kids and women, they just talk because they're nervous about not talking, right? They're nervous about what's going on and they figure I'll just talk. No, just shut up right now. Then once I get going into where I'm going and I can focus and I know where I go, I figured it out. Then let's talk. Yeah, they just be talking to talk. So a lot of people, kids, women, men, they can't take instruction and then that's why they head for self-destruction. And then they mess me up because they can't handle their instructions. Right? Just be quiet. We don't have to talk right now. And you don't have to bring up whatever you're about to tell me probably don't mean shit right now compared to what I'm dealing with. So anyway. <laughs> all right. It's, it's, it's the little things. But if you're untrainable, it is what it is. All right. So here we go right here. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. 
And people might say, you like talking like a dating coach now. No, this is just life. I don't care if it's your mother, your children, your girlfriend, your wife. That, that situation must be explained thoroughly. And when they violate, you must tell them, just look over at them and say, didn't I tell you when I'm at the cash register? Don't bother me. And the women will be like, I want a guy that pays for dates. Okay, if you want that, then when I'm doing this, this is what I want you to do. You must follow this. Thus, if you violate this more than once, you're at your end. You're going to get yelled at, and I'm going to snap at you, and you're going to say I'm verbally abusive, okay? I told your dumb ass to not talk to me when I'm at the transaction. So stay over there. It's simple. Something. If somebody's paying for something, Something has to come out of it. That means you have to do something. And if I give you, if I'm paying for stuff, you got to follow instructions. That comes with it. But you're going to get verbal violence if I have to snap on you and remind you again, you out of pocket. <laughs> anyway, it's life, man. It's just common sense, but people don't have common sense. People are untrained. By the way, if you're a mother or a father and you have daughter and son, you should be, this is what you should be teaching them. You should be teaching them this. You should be training them this. You should be giving them decorum. You should be taking them to cotillions. Tell them how the, how the shit works. There should be order, not chaos. All right, anyway, I believe in order, not chaos. I believe in common sense. I believe it. I believe there should be structure in just about everything, and not only structure, instructions, and the respect. All right, anyway. What do we got here? <laughs> We got false alligator. We got false alligators out here. We got um here. We got two false alligators. We got a story about two brothers here, Ohio State football players. Oh, I should have shared the false alligator uh thing re real quick. Where's my false alligator? Here we go. What is a false alligator? Somebody's gonna say. Somebody that comes up with a scenario drummed up in their head that they've been victimized or embarrassed. So thus they got to bring everybody down into the abyss. All right. A situation where you were probably a whore or a skeezer, or at best, you are a harlot, and now you got to protect your image by ruining the reputation of somebody else. And then when the facts come out, what happens? Nothing happens to them. They get they don't get punished. Okay, so false alligators are always here. This is why sometimes you can't trust the early development of details. Unfortunately, when false alligators attack, the man loses everything, his reputation, and he doesn't earn it back. Like he can't earn it back. Because the allegations already been put out there. All right. So shout out to the false alligators out here. So uh, let's see here. Let's give you a scenario of the false alligator. Here's a uh, jury has um, has uh, not convicted. Well, not convicted. I mean, the guys are not guilty of a great charge. Two young men who were presented with an opportunity to fill in the orifices of a woman who volunteered. Remember, there's rarely any victims. There's many volunteers. She asked for the train game. She got the train game. And then she tried to act like a victim when her reputation was dragged in the mud. So be careful. Sometimes a train game isn't the best situation here. Let's read the details. This is as of yesterday. In Columbus, Ohio, shout out to Columbus, a Franklin County jury found two football players at Ohio State University not guilty of grape and kidnapping charges stemming from an incident at an apartment complex in Northwest Columbus near Dublin in 2020. So these guys almost had two or three years taken off their lives fighting this. 
And it says former defensive players, Amir Reap, Reap or Rep, I'm not sure. And Jansen went both 24 years old were accused of great by a 19 year old, a then 19 year old woman. So here we go. She's just a child. She's just a kid. 19 girl guys and girls, 19 year old women be getting it on out here in these streets. Absolutely. In these streets. They be doing some nasty stuff. And I've seen it even younger than this. They be asking dudes to do all kinds of stuff. It says there had been 19 year old woman over uh, three years ago who stated that the encounter started as consensual. You see it right there. Now they were, they were, they were, um, I keep figuring out what the name, the not voted, not, not guilty. They were deemed not guilty. The encounter started as consensual. So she asked for the train game. And here's the original article here. Look at the two brothers. All right. And these two brothers fell for the okie doke. All right. She's like, yep, hit this thing on this twin bed mattress. All right. That's what we just described earlier. Look at this. All right. Poor guys, man. And they lost their spot. So it started as a train game. And then she says the men were charged by Columbus police and then turned themselves in. The players were then cut from the Ohio State football play program a year or a week later. Sorry. The players were both redshirt seniors on the Buckeyes defense team at the time. Both were expected to be contenders for starting position for the upcoming season. A jury voted. I said voted, and it says right here, the jury voted not guilty on two counts of grape and one count of kidnapping. All were first-degree felonies. The defensive attorney, Samuel Shemansky, who represented Wentz, said he's relieved and eternally grateful to the jury for conducting a careful review of the evidence before reaching its verdict of not guilty. Now, they don't go into the details. I'm sure they can go into the details about the case. But look, this isn't the first time. This isn't the first time. There's several instances of this happening, this false allegation. And many of it stems from younger women, right? Younger women trying to do dangerous things. They consent, then they withdraw consent midstream or at the end, or they don't get treated with aftercare. It is sometimes the men's fault. Um, by treating them dirty, despicable, and nasty. One thing I tell men, this is the advantage of aftercare. It's because um, aftercare prevents many times this. All right, and so it is, you know, I remember when I introduced aftercare to my audience, there were a lot of masculine frame guys said, no, nah, man, I tell girls they're a harlot. I kick them in the booty. I scream at them. I tell them they're disgusting after doing these things. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. What you want to do when you finish up with them, is throw them, throw them a rag. If she doesn't get the rag on her own, you can tell her where the rags are. Give her something to clean up. Provide her an opportunity to properly dismiss herself as sooner as she possibly can. Make sure she gets home safely and make sure she gets a text confirming that she was had a good time. Make sure. So if you don't want to give them an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement early on, you got to make sure you're an expert at aftercare. Yeah, give them a piece of chocolate. Make sure, oh, you forgot your leftovers in the refrigerator. Is this your watch on the nightstand? I'll walk you to your car. I'll call an Uber. I'll make sure you get into an Uber. I'll make sure you got home. I'll drop you off. I'll drive 20 minutes and drop your ass off. Give them some water, all right? Tell them you're a nice woman. You can't wait to see them again. I'm sorry I couldn't let you stay over tonight. 
I got to get up early in the morning. Did you enjoy last night? Glad you enjoyed it. We're going to do it again. And then you can laugh at them and call them all kind of skeezers to your friends. You don't have to tell her. She knows she's a skeezer. She knows she just got that train game ran on her. But guys want to act stupid by discrediting or actually trying to make the woman feel guilty for being a nasty whore. Well, that's what she is. She knows what she is, but you don't need to acknowledge it. You don't need to acknowledge it. You can acknowledge it later on. <laughs> you got to make sure you clear. You got to clear your cachet. You got to make sure. I ain't walking no girls out to the car. I ain't calling them no Uber. She could get her own Uber. She's strong and independent. Nah, man. The power has been transferred to her. This is hard conversations for a lot of guys. You just transferred the power to her after you roared on her, after you skeeted down her gullet. She now has the power. She not only has DNA evidence that you've been there, she can just remove consent. She has the power over your entire life. These two Ohio State football players lost an opportunity to play their senior year. They cannot make it back up, and they ain't going to the NFL. She, she has the power. We have to acknowledge that. No, man, I'm always in my frame. I got the power. Okay. Y'all niggas are going to learn the hard way. Y'all going to learn the hard way. Sometimes there's being a man and being a dumbass man. All right? You can beat all the masculine and alpha you want by thumping your chest and doing this, it is not, as a father figure, I'm telling you guys, do not do this shit. It's stupid. Keep it cool. Keep it on the low. Just make it nice and easy. Make sure the bra gets home. And many times, she might get home and give somebody else some cheeks. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. What did you do when you got home? You got home. Did you have a good time? I had a good time, too. Thanks for being a nasty whore for me. All right. Thank you, man. I like it. I'm going to bring you back. All right. Yes, I like being a nasty whore for you. Thank you, daddy. Yes, indeed. All right. Sure. Yes. Get him, daddy. <laughs> Aftercare for the win. Then you can be all the masculine when she's sitting at home and she cannot be back at you. All right. You can hold all the masculine frame from there. All right. Let's get back to Michael Irvin. And I actually have to Google something here on Twitter. Google it on Twitter. All right, Michael Irvin, you guys heard of him. We reported that he was kicked off the NFL Super Bowl. Um, the Super Bowl highlights here. Let me see if I can find the video. I have found the video, alleged video. Let me turn it down real quick. Michael Irvin was accused of, I think, an assault. And now he's suing everybody, as he rightly should right here. Here we go. Michael Irvin has filed a $100 million lawsuit, sues the misconduct accuser, the false alligator, and the whole hotel. Well, if you didn't know, I would be doing the same thing. So he has a history of things being uh, uh, he's been accused of, some that he's got away with and some that he played no contest on. But it says right here in a scathing filing right here of a $100 million lawsuit against a woman who accused the NFL legend of misconduct, allegedly alleging uh, he's been railroaded with false allegations that has ruined his career. There, the brother is there, and if you don't know, and um, uh, earlier this week, he was in a hotel at the Super Bowl area in Arizona, and a woman accused him of a sexual assault or saying something I don't remember. They moved him around and sent him back home. He says, oh, hell no. That shit ain't happening. He's going in for $100 million 
for damaging his re reputation. Well, you should you should know that somebody says they have footage of the interaction and we're going to take a look at it. Now, I don't know if this is accurate, but Michael Irvin has been accused of going into a hotel, bumping into someone, introducing himself and then going back to his room. He does admit to being drunk. He does admit to being drunk and he does not remember the interaction. And he said, I was drinking heavily. And he just said he went to his room. He didn't deal with anyone. Now this video comes out. This is allegedly the interaction. Here we go. I can't hear it. It doesn't matter. Let me see. So as you can see, uh, what black men have to understand White women will be up in here when you're when you rise up to the top, you're going to be around less black women and a whole bunch of white women. You got to watch out for them. Got to watch out for them. They will act like they're nice and smiling. And when you turn your back, they be acting. They, this is called passive aggressive. When you turn your back, they will be doing some crazy shit, man. You won't even believe it. So this is allegedly the interaction. I'm not sure if it's true. So he said something which got this woman turning her head. I can't really hear what they're saying. So if you can't hear it, just know I can't hear it either. What he's saying. But there he is with a cup. The white woman is now swung her head over to see the other one here. And these gentlemen right here being nosy. But I don't know what's being said. They seem to be laughing. Amen. Right. So this guy got caught recording him. And here's the women over here. This allegedly is the interaction. Now, he must have said something because one of the white women started looking uncomfortable. Right. And I'll show you the part. They were laughing. But we have to understand that laughing does not mean consent. Laughing doesn't mean they're following along, especially with white women. Guys, again, you can talk about sisters all you want. White women will laugh right in your face, turn their back and complain and be crying and with white girl tears and have your ass in prison. And you'll be like, well, she laughed at the joke. They have your ass walked off the job. And you was like, she laughed. And you will be walked off the job with a box. Okay, that's how they work. They sneaky, they mousy. Okay, so you guys got to watch out for their behavior because they look like they're consenting. They look like they're enjoying it. But at some point, after the fact, they'll talk about it, and then your ass will be hemmed up. Let's continue. Never never assume that the laughter is compliance. The laughter is accepting it. Most of the time, they don't know what's happening in front of them, but in hindsight, they have 20-20. And they say, well, he shouldn't have really done that. What do you think we should do? And then they then develop their strategy. So we got, listen, we teach you how to understand women. And accept it. Saying this, well, they shouldn't have done that and she should be punished because she chose to do. No, nope. that's not how they work. Let's continue here. Just to be honest and fair, let me just say this. I'm going to show you something, gentlemen. I'm going to show you something. This is what black men, and we, I'm helping. I'm trying to help you guys. I'm trying to help you guys. I want to show you something, what I'm noticing. According to what I see, those women aren't even involved in the conversation. 
Okay. And so a lot of times we think because we have charisma, we have the verbal, uh, verbal accuracy, we have some sort of game and flow and we can talk. Black men are blessed with the ability to have this charisma that a lot of people are jealous of. So we do have the gift of gab. I want you to notice this. The women aren't even a part of the conversation at this point. You see this? They're both, they're not even involved. And it appears that he's interacting with the men. And then as he's sniggling and showing his teeth, all right, Mike, Michael, Michael Irvin's showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. They turn into the conversation and he notices it. This is what I'm just noticing. They're not in the conversation. One turns and he sees it and he starts interacting with her. Now, I'm not blaming him. I'm not blaming him. But what, what men have to understand is sometimes being all of this charisma charming shit ain't worth it. Okay? It ain't worth it, man. Uh, I was kicking it with Afi Kingdom. And shout out to Afi. Uh, we were sitting there in a cigar lounge chilling. Two women come up and they want to be seated, but they don't realize we're seated there. We have the whole thing. We have two couches and we're chilling. I have one, one of the guys sitting on this side of the couch and me and Afi sitting on the other side. And the two women come up and they're like, hey, can we? They're trying to interrupt our conversation saying, can we sit there? I ignore them. It was two black women, but I ignored them. I was like, don't come over here. No, don't be nice. No, you can't sit in my section. Don't come sit in my section. No, don't come asking if we're using the couch. We have this booked. We're booked. But a lot of ninjas would be like, yeah, come on in. Come on in, sis. And yeah, and hot cheesing and ha ha and kikiing. No, you ain't invited into my section. This is my section. And so then the other two gentlemen that I were with, they start interacting with them. But we were kind of wrapping up anyway. And that area was reserved in 20 more minutes. So those women could not sit there. In 20 minutes, they were going to get kicked out. Snoop Dogg had a um, private party in there coming up at 9 o'clock. So we were going to all have to leave anyway. So I didn't feel like starting some shit with them, meaning a conversation. And it wouldn't have done anything because we had to leave in, in 20 minutes. No, they weren't Mastodons. One was a very good-looking, um, butter-skinned, pecan-colored black woman who had a significant following on TikTok because Afi started interacting with them. I dismiss myself to go to the bathroom. I'm just telling you stories how I deal with people. When I saw they started to started to encroach and started to move to go sit down and started to talk and Afi started talking and the other guy, I left. I walked and went to the bathroom. Then I came out. I saw them talking to the girls and they talked for about five more minutes. And then, then we left. The point of it all was they wasn't in my conversation. They wasn't supposed to be in my section. And they came and interrupted me. So some dudes would be like, coach, man, that's an opportunity to run game and talk and all that shit. No, they violated. They came into my space. Now, if I would have invited them into my space, that would have been completely different. Now, I say that to say shooting your shot and talking to women just because you ninjas get in trouble for this. At some point, when you're when you're when you're well known and a woman finds out you're well known. Shit happens like this. Now, if you just a loser, dude, and you got a job, you 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 uh, deliver forklifts, you you know, you you drive forklifts and and move pallets around warehouses all day. Different. It's different. But if I don't invite a woman into the conversation and they butt in, and I basically be like, nah, that's because I'm trying to protect myself from you. I don't know who you are. You're in my space. You're not asking. You're encroaching. 
you're already out of you're already out of pocket. <laughs> All right, shout out. Yeah, you're already out of pocket. And I'm talking to these gentlemen. I didn't ask for company right now. I'm just dissing the four-leg guy. I, I was just using it as an example. But check this out. Shout out to the forklift drivers. Okay. I won't diss y'all no more. That was my last one. Check this out. Check this out. As you notice, once again, ninjas always got to show their teeth. Ninjas always got to show their teeth. So Michael Irvin, let this woman nosy ass. White women be nosy as a mother sucker. And then he started engaging them. He started engaging them. They didn't engage him. He engaged them. So, yeah. Now, just so you know, the other white woman hasn't even turned her head yet. So this one, he's engaging her. The other white woman has not even turned her head yet. Let's watch. Yeah. Now she's turned her head. She's interested now. She's interested now. So he's obviously drunk and he's trying to be charming and funny and tell jokes and crack. But I think this woman is now interested in what he's saying because he might have crossed the line. Now it's not enough to get him thrown out, but it is what it is. <laughs> he just said the F word twice, just so you know. Now watch this. Now look at how this, you can't see it. Look at how this woman's looking now. Let's make this sure. I see if I can blow it up. I can't. I can't make it larger. That's what she said. But she doesn't appear to be smiling. All right. She's not smiling. She's not entertaining this shit. And she's the cock blocker. She's the cock blocker. So she doesn't look happy about what's going on here. And this woman's sniggling. They're sniggling. And the dudes laughed at whatever he said. And I'm just breaking it down for you. You guys got to watch how you act. For real, man. If your status is higher than these losers right here, why the fuck do you engage? I know he's drunk, and I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just breaking it down for you, okay? She ain't impressed with this shit. She still looks, she still looks slightly angry right here. You see this? She already got her faces turning red. Now, let me just tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened as a guest. When he left... The white dudes probably, the, the girls probably asked, what the hell was that? And he, the white dudes was probably like, that's Michael Irvin from the ESPN or the NFL network. He used to play for the Dallas Cowboys. And he was a Hall of Famer. You know, they said, word. And they said, here we go. Start the tattletelling. Start the tattletelling. The other girl was smiling. The other one was not. So then when the dudes validated who he was, they was like, oh, word. Okay, got it. And they went right to the hotel desk and start scheming, tattletelling. And they went right to Karen mode. And he was saying this and he was saying that. Very small interaction. I heard the F word two times. I don't know what he was saying. But now, in my opinion, they're on bullshit. Now, I don't know what he said. I, I can't really say what he said. I don't think he said anything sexual. I don't think he, he did say the F word, but I don't even know if that's enough. That small interaction is not enough to get him removed and fired from his job. But you can't tell that from a Karen. Karen, Karen, Karens will always do this shit. So I believe he should sue the pants off of them for embarrassment, harassment, and or violating him. But let's just take it as a lesson. 
let's just take it as a lesson. Take my scenario where I basically was like, when I see women in public, I'm not, I'm not trying to tap dance and shuffle for them. I'm not trying to tap dance and shuffle because any slight little thing, and then they find out who you are, then they start attacking you where you can't see them anymore. And that's what they did. They waited for him to leave. They found out who he was and so forth and so on. All right. So uh, let's get off of that subject matter. Uh, let's get off of that subject matter. All right. Anyway. That's petty. Th those women are petty. Whoever, whoever those women were, if they told on him for that interaction right there is petty as hell. But you guys got to understand that's how they be operating, man. I don't know, man. Shout out to Willer says, Coach needs a soundboard app. See God a lot. Thank you, man. I do need a soundboard app. L.A. Zorro, shout out to the coach Gregorio and the coach gang. Moose Hefner says, thanks, coach. I appreciate it. I'm from Denver. Keep spitting them lyrics. River Bacon, broke till payday, but here's $2 for making me laugh. Thank you, brother. Who is in here? Mr. Dwayne says, Chinese soup ain't laughed that hard for a minute. Hitting you with that soup. All right. Did I get Craig says they recorded her giving consent and showed it in court. Damn. Shout out to them brothers from Ohio State. Where we got Raynald says, what's your favorite chapter in your book? Well, the art of self-care is one of my favorite chapters that a lot of people don't understand. For men, the art of self-care, you got to care for yourself because health is wealth. And yes, that means cleaning your nails. Yes, that means getting manicures. Yep, that means going to your physical therapist, taking care of your fitness. All right, treating yourself, going on vacation, going to the movies, peace, quiet, and freedom, and all of that stuff. The art of self-care is one of my favorite ones because men don't take care of themselves. Treat yourself. Take yourself out to a steak dinner. Don't take abroad when you go to steak dinners. All right? Show women you got value. Value yourself before you try to value a woman. Yep, go to the stretch lab. Change your sheets. Buy good sheets. Instead of taking women out on date, buy good sheets. That's going to save your life. All right. So, um, you know, at some particular point, you'll start inviting women back into your life. But you guys got to get your shit in order. Right. And I'll I'll take good sheets over some old straggle daggle ass woman any day of the week. Buy good sheets, get good pillowcases, get a good night's sleep. Right. Get a routine, develop habits. Then when you deal with these people. When you deal with these people coming up in there telling you what they're going to tell you, what they're going to give you, ma'am, you don't tell me what you're going to give me. You can tell me what you're not going to give me, but I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to give you. Mm. All right. Anyway, shout out to El It says happy Friday, CGA. Take me out with you, bitch. Yeah, bitch. If I'm not mistaken, the art of self-care is chapter four. All right. So get the free agent lifestyle book. Somebody says, I don't sleep on the mattress. Oh, I didn't listen. You know, sleep on the floor. I slept on the floor for a lot of years. Yeah, fly first class, travel on your own first. One of the biggest things that uh, men and women need to improve on and that older women don't get is that it's hard to impress an older woman. Many times they've been through things and they've done Paris and they've done this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. But... Men pride themselves on giving to women. Thus, when they give, they would like a good, a good response. We like surprising you. We like gifting things. This is in our nature. This is in our nature. Despite, despite the fact that dudes will be like, don't pay for dates. 
men enjoy giving things to women. Now, if I give something to a woman and she's unimpressed, or if I give something to a woman and she says, oh, I have five of these. If I give something to a woman and I take her on a nice trip, I've been here before. If I take a woman to a restaurant, I've been here. Have you been here? The woman just shot herself in the foot. She doesn't know it. She does not know it. One of the best things that a woman can do if she has received these things, act like this is the first time it happened. Because in a man's brain, when he hears these things, what he's hearing is other men have done this for me already. He doesn't hear that she's done this for herself. Because most times than not, another man has done these things for him. And thus, that man is not even in his life, in her life anymore. And that didn't even have value for her anymore. Oh, I've done this five times with other men. And guess what? You still sitting over there. She's still sitting over there single. That means she's finesse men and use men and has sugar daddies and all kind of dated up and all that shit. Now she's down for you. You've extended yourself and your checkbook to give her something good. And the bitch can't even what? Accept it and keep her mouth shut. So thus, the best way for other men to deal with this is not do it for older women. You could go down for younger women to do it. And she can be like, I've never had a person do this for her, for her. And she'll remember it, thus value it way more than the one that says this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Somebody says, screw trying to impress women. See, listen, we're not going to, we, we can stay on red pill talking points, but let's just open it up. My audience is not fully red pill, so we have to open it up. Yes, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Now, let's take it back to what the point of it means. First of all, gentlemen, you must do these things for yourself first before you do it for another woman. And if you haven't done it for yourself first, then you get caught up trying to impress her for things like you've flown yourself to uh, Paris. And before you've ever been there, you take a woman with you and you've never been there. I tell guys to not do that. I wouldn't take a woman on a trip unless I've already been there. So that when I go there, I know what to do when we get there. So then I can, if I'm in the impressing mode and I'm in the position to do so, then I can show her a good time. Right? I can show them around and say that. Like, like, like also, like if you take women on dates, take people, take them on dates at places where you take other women on dates. So that when you go there, the people know you and you walk in and it's like cheers. Hey, CGA. Hey, man. And everybody's doing things and they're fumbling, trying to help you around. The other person is going to sit there and go, wow, people know who you really are. So these are the things I teach men in these things, these books. Not everybody's just going to go MGTOW, right? I understand that. You're going to go back and re-indoctrinate yourself. But before you do, take yourself to Paris. Then come back. Then when you go again, if you go again and you take a mate, you actually look like you know what the fuck you're doing. That's called leadership. That's called putting yourself in a position, right? So anyway, before you do for others, you have to do for yourself. This is not game. Before you do for others, you got to be willing to do for yourself. If you can't take yourself to Mastro's and Fleming's, and the only time you go to Mastro's and Fleming is with some woman that's not going to appreciate it, and the first time you went, she sits her ass in that chair, and she says, I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. How's that going to make you feel? You haven't even done it yourself. Because to truth be told, gentlemen, most men... When they do something, they're the ones that got to fund it. 
most times when a woman does something, somebody else has funded it. When a man wants to do something, for instance, if you want to get on a boat, you're going to either have to lease or buy the boat. When a woman has to get on the boat, all she has to do is show her leg. So if a woman then says, I've been on the boat before, it don't mean shit. You didn't buy the boat. You don't own the boat. You did nothing but show your center cut and let somebody bang you on the boat. So your trip on the boat is not the same as my trip on the boat. Oh, you never been on the boat? No, I've never been on the boat. Well, I've been on the boat and. <laughs> and what? You got banged and you don't own, you didn't buy, you didn't lease, you didn't do nothing to get on the boat. So this is what I'm talking about. If a woman says she's been to Paris, doesn't mean anything to me because she probably didn't pay for it. Now, if she paid for it, it's that much more impressive. But most of the time, she did not pay for it. So if she did not pay for it, it's not the actual same as paying for it, doing all the things, booking the hotels, flying. So she has no room to say, hey, I've been here before, and she has a leg up on you. She doesn't have a leg up on you. She has two legs up on the other guy that paid for it previously. So she should just be quiet about the experience and just enjoy it, but they can't do it because they're trying to compete with you, not compete for you. You guys got to understand about these things, man. They're trying to compete with you, not for you. If she was competing for you, she would have just shut up about it. Unless she paid for it, which she probably didn't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, yeah, or her parents paid for it. Her parents paid for it. But one of the things about men is that they naturally are inclined to want to impress and thus if the woman takes that away from the guy then it's a then he doesn't feel like it's valued so i'm telling you impress yourself first then you'll learn otherwise where are we at here i teach y'all the game of life this is not game this is the game of life this is just person to person interaction and you cannot agree and i cannot give a f so it is what it is <laughs> right Treat yourself first in life. Treat yourself first in life. Where are we at? <laughs> All right. Shout out to, oh, somebody says, oh, he says, don't read this out loud. Oh, I see. All right. All right. I, I did see your post on local. I like that post too, but I haven't had a chance to get into it and delve into it. I will this weekend. We got the Jimmy ZTT says, uh, happy Friday, Coach Gang. This weekend, Philly's finest will be greasing the pole to stop all the rabbit eagle fans. All right. After they win the Super Bowl, I get the feeling that the celibates in the tri-state area are planning to do the same thing for other reasons, greasing that pole. It is, and what's up for the weekend? We got barbecue in here, I think. That's what you what? meant. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Somebody wants to know if I'm on TRT. What? No, not I. This is all natural. This is all natural. I get up six in the morning, police at my dough. I get up in early in the morning and I do my workout. <laughs> Why are you asking me if I'm on TRT? All right, all natural. Shout out to Street Side. Thank you, man, for your contribution. We're going to get into the main event. This might take a while. I'm natty. All right, where we got Cali West Miami. He says, you have fake books niggling about men wanting their children to pay their child support. He said, did you hear that Michael Irvin is suing the accuser and the Marriott Hotel for $100 million? Shout out to you. I hope he wins that lawsuit. I got money. All right. 
I hope he lives that. I hope he wins that lawsuit. He should win that lawsuit. That interaction was not enough for them damn scheming women. All right, listen. I think he was in the wrong in one way, only in one way. But that he didn't deserve what he got as a punishment. All right. Gabriel says, Coach, yesterday when you said it's sad many times, I was laughing so hard as I could. I can't believe people believe one can be hater because of that. He says, I always tell my kids, I don't think it will happen. But if and when I get old, I don't have a house. Don't help me. I'll deserve it. Wow. He says, just focus on your family. You are my kids, not the other way around. I always say that, guys. I, I say that, look, you don't owe your parents anything. No. I mean, you could be nice to them. I'm not saying throw them out on the street. But I don't, you know, kids should help. Like, if you just get dementia or something crazy like that, I get it. You need some care. You start losing your faculties. I get it. Uh, but um, if you're down and out as a parent and you have your kids bail you out, you're an asshole. Okay? <laughs> you're an asshole. Your kids owe you zip. He said, try telling them that. Your kids owe you nothing. And if your kids have kids and they have to help you, I get it. For a period of time, I get it. But if you force your child to help you and they have children, asshole. You're an asshole. I get it. People get down at times. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You didn't ask to be here. They don't want fornicated and made you. You didn't ask to be here. To require it, to say it's mandatory, to say I have to do it, I don't. I don't. I owe my future. They have no chance yet. They haven't had years to, to make their life. Since you fumbled the fucking bag, now I'm not going to help you? Absolutely not. You better get on your feet, or you could do things that you probably should have done. Like if it's a woman, your mother needs help. Find a husband. I don't want to marry no husband. Well, get your ass in the homeless center. I don't care. No, don't tell me what you ain't going to do. All right? You in your 60s and 70s talking about, I ain't going to listen to no man. Guess what? Get the hell up out to the homeless encampment. Tell me what you ain't going to do. But then I'm supposed to help you out. <laughs> he said, this was personal. No, this could be your daddy. Oh, my daddy. Oh, I don't want to do nothing. Oh, my wife acting up. I don't let me move in with you. No, no, no. Go back with your wife. You stay with her for 40 years. Take your ass back to your wife. She been your wife longer than I've been alive. Take your ass back over there. <laughs> this is why I tell you, gentlemen, do your best when you can physically and you have time to stack your chips now so you don't have to deal with that shit. But you know who has to deal with that? Losers. And I guarantee you, your parents or parents like parents They've been chasing ass, married and divorced three times, wannabe pimp, stupid, goofy-ass, henpecked husband, divor gray divorce dude, you were a simp husband, gray divorce, sleeping on a couch-ass ninjas, normie shit that got your ass hemmed up. It's just, I'm telling you, dude, you guys got to get your life in order, man. Get your life in order first so you don't have to depend on this shit. When you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s and 50s, and then you act stupid and surprised. What? I lost my faculties? What? I lost my health? What? I, li I live beyond my means? What? I got divorced at 59? What? Oh, that's your fault. Oh, I didn't hustle. I didn't stack my chips. I didn't invest. I didn't prepare for retirement. 
You normies get your shit, your priorities wrong, chasing tail, following love. Women get married, divorced three and four times. They could become Patty LaBelle trying to date, and then they surprised, and then they run back to their children like losers. What? I didn't realize I had to retire. Man, get your ass out of here, dude. Normies, I don't play with normies, and I don't let you mess up my life. I'm giving y'all what's up, man. You got to be cold on people. Look, you had way more time to meet and get your shit together. You've been alive more than me. I'll be damned if you're going to be a person that's going to leech off of me. So when the shit don't work out, they're going to come back. No, hell no. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't believe in that. Now, if I actually can afford it, and say, okay, I have a mother-in-law's quarter or I have a house over here that I can put you in. I can put you in this apartment, but you got to do a little bit of work for me. Like like, like that position, I don't mind. But you ain't just going to be up under my shit after your life backfired. And you didn't follow what you should have followed, which was the free agent lifestyle. You got your whole priorities out of whack. And then you're just going to be out here leeching off of me until you die. I wouldn't let my kids do that to me. <laughs> they be sitting up there talking about, and I'm going to go get a job and work for the man while I'm out there. No, you're not. You work for me now. I'm the captain now. You're not going to work outside. They want to go out. They want to come in here and make a losing calamity out of their lives. And then they want to go outside and work for somebody else. Break their back. Come home with me. Then they don't want to put toilet paper on the roll. And then when I call them, why don't you put to toilet paper on the roll? They want to tell me I don't got to do shit you want to say when they living in my house. Oh, I'm telling you what. Mm. <laughs> I'm the captain of your entire life. All right, Let me tell you something. When I say jump, you say how I. You say yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Where are we at? Dooski says, I'm a natural giver. I like providing. If you can't be used, he says, if you can't, you can't be used, you're useless. And he says, women suck at showing appreciation. Anyway, I can show myself a good time. 100%. There's some human beings out here that will, ladies, if I take you out, if I take you out. And listen, sometimes I pick a restaurant that's not good. The food was good. The service is bad. If you say to me, that the food was nasty and the service was bad. And this, you're as a complaint, not as a conversation. Like, damn, I've been, you know, that place just wasn't on their game today. But if he's like, oh, that food was disgusting. Oh, them people, the servers were nasty. Oh, if you do that to me after I took your ass out and paid the bill, you ain't getting a second. I'm dropping your ass straight off. I might push your guts inside for a little bit, but that's it. You have to show appreciation, not entitlement. Show appreciation, not entitlement. And that just doesn't go with women. It goes for men. It goes for your parents. It goes for your children. You got to show appreciation. You might want to lead into it. I appreciate you taking me out. I don't think that restaurant was on their game today. But we're not going to take ungrateful broads and make wise out of them. If you do, I make, listen, you can make that mistake once. If you make it twice, it's your fault. Main event topic. We finally got here. Hey. Thanks for sticking in to these long-ass, long-winded conversations. But I'm trying to teach men the game of life. Okay? Try, trying to teach men the game of life. It's not as simple and succinct as people want to make it. Like running game and all that shit, 
ain't going to work for you many times in this era because people are ungrateful and they're vindictive. And then this is a situation here where they also want to do what they want to do until it comes back hitting them in the face. As we know, women can sometimes say, well, I don't care. Yeah, because they don't care about their own lives many times. All right, the things that they do will show you that they don't care. And they don't even care about their kids half the time. Many women spend more time hating their baby's fathers than loving their kids. Here's another example. Larsa Pippen was out here in these streets trying to find happiness. I'm not happy. <laughs> she was miserable in her divorce. We actually have showed and broken that down. We're not going to spend time breaking that part down. We've talked about that enough. She started hanging out, and at the tail end of her usage, 50s, she's out here trying to act like she's 20. And she's derailing her life. And it looks like she got into a relationship temporarily with Malik Beasley. Everybody remembered that about a year and a half ago. This is Malik Beasley. Everybody remembers that. Let me see if they have a picture of them where you guys can kind of remember. Uh, they do not. All right. I'm su surprised. But after she dated Future, she dated Malik Beasley. So she got skeeted on by Future. He made a song. Then he started dating. She started dating this man. Now, this man was in his early 20s. And she was in her damn 50s. Nobody said anything. Well, they did say stuff, but they didn't treat her like Leonardo DiCaprio. All the women were like, go on, girl, you do you. Now, this is when fate intervenes. This is when karma shows up. Well, Malik Beasley played for the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Utah Jazz. He was just recently traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. Guess who plays for the Los Angeles Lakers? Larsa Pippen's son right here. Uh-oh. See, sometimes there's always going to be a casual or uh, um, there's going to be factors that are always going to bring back whole activity. <laughs> All right. So whole activity always ain't rewarded. Sometimes there's an unintended consequence. And as a result, your son was embarrassed for you. But how embarrassing is it now that your new teammate was throttling your mama? Mm. Yeah, man, that's going to be oh, awkward. Humanity. That's going to be awkward. And she never saw that shit coming. And to be honest, I never saw it coming. But being a hoe and doing hoe activity, sometimes will come back to haunt you. And they've been teaching this since. The little spirit and the Jezebel spirit and the old Samson and Delilah. The Bible and the Quran probably been telling you this. Whole activity always has unintended consequence. All right, so let's go ahead here uh, and break down this story. But first, Shannon Sharp has some abba dabba dabba to talk about it. And let's see what he has to say. Um, if you will, Shannon Sharp is going to speak on this one <laughs> on his show, Fair Use. I don't know if I can use this audio, but we're going to use it anyway. They're saying Scottie Pippen Jr. should demand a trade. He can't play with a teammate that banged his mama. Here we go. If I'm Scottie Pippen Jr., I want to trade. Okay. Believe me, if it comes to my team, I got to go. Okay. I will fight it. Because? You know why. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean yeah. going off the court. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant for a, a no. spot in the rotation. Yeah, off the court, on the court, whatever the court okay. is. Okay, uh, we'll go to a court, right. but he, I got to go. I want a divorce. Fair enough. <laughs> By the way, 
Scottie Pippen Jr. can play, and I'm surprised he hasn't gotten any minutes. The problem is they got too many Scottie Pippen Juniors on that roster because it's Schroeder and it's. I can't play. I just can't play for the Lakers no more. Okay. All right. Well, that could I be an out. issue. Could be an issue. All right. We'll see how that goes. Maybe he. What do you mean? How it go? Well, how it sorts out. <laughs> you think I'm... Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at this man. He walking in. I wish I might play one one minute with him. Okay. Well, obviously he's. He hasn't been in – he hadn't, I haven't seen him play basketball in, what, two months now? Yeah. Right? He hadn't been in, even in the rotation. I so mean – nothing to worry about. Kortmoff has yeah. requested a trade. Yeah. Why not? Scotty okay. Pippen Jr. And it appears that – it appears that Scotty uh, Pippen Jr., I don't know if he was traded. There's an article that says here that he demanded a trade. Let me see here. I don't know if he demanded a trade, but check out this picture. This is reprehensible, man. Check this out. Oh, the humanity. Whoever did this need to go to they going to hell. All right. As soon as they die, they going. Look at this. Look at this. Do y'all think that this is proper? Do y'all think this is fair for Scotty Pippa Jr.? Look at that. They say he's sunning him. Oh my goodness. This is terrible, man. This is terrible. What? Oh, the humanity. The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. Malik Beasy, Larsa Pippen dating history call for Scotty Pippen Jr.'s Lakers trade request per Shannon Sharp. So I don't think he was able to uh uh to get the trade request in, but it sounds like I'm a Pappy. Yeah, man, Malik Beasley is the Pappy all this time. And hey, what about your boy Scotty Pippen, man? What does he have to feel? This has to be completely awkward. Uh, allegedly, LeBron James had a situ similar situation. We don't know. But let me see if I can read some details about this. What do they say for the people who might not know about this story? It says right here, well, this is awkward, to say the least. In a series of NBA trades this week, Utah Jazz shooting guard Malik Beasley has now been traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. The same team Beasley's ex-boo, Larsa Pippen's son, Scottie Pippen Jr., plays for. Damn. Tell me, man, y'all live in a small world. It is reported that just hours before Thursday's trade deadline, the Lakers acquire Beasley from the Jazz. And it says, now what does this move, this new move mean for 26-year-old Beasley? Well, not only does he have a get a new home in L.A., but now he's also part of the organization that cuts checks for Scottie Pippen Jr. The 22-year-old son of Beasley's former boo, Larsa, who is age 48. Remember when Beasley and Pippen briefly dated in the latter part of 2020? This is when the two were photographed holding hands in Miami. The viral video or post ended up blindsiding Beasley's wife and child's mama, Montana Yao. All right, so there's also that. That's got to be awkward. That's got to be really awkward. So the wife and the mother, the baby mother, is now part of that. Following the scandal, Yao filed for divorce. And at the same time, Larsa's soon-to-be ex-husband, Scotty Pippen, now divorced, also spoke on it on Twitter. And what he said was, I'm focused on myself and my goals. At some particular point, all men should. I'm not responsible for nobody's actions. All good over here. Larsa and Malik would end up partying or parting ways just months later in April of 2021. So he clapped. Plenty of cheeks. Could y'all play? Could y'all play with a dude that clapped your mama's cheeks like this? Not when I was young. 
Malik will later issue a public apology to his wife, stating in part, I want to say I'm sorry for putting you in the situation you were put in in the last few months. And they welcomed their second child. Later on, she ended up getting impregnated. Larsa Pippen has since moved on with her husband's former teammate, Michael Jordan's 32-year-old son, Marcus Jordan. Wow. She's an embarrassment. I'm going to have to put a poll up on this one. So now she's running around with Michael Jordan's son. And now she's out. Boy, this woman is out here making a damn man. Listen. In these streets. There it is right there. Let me, let's me let make a poll. I'm not going to read all this shit. All right. This is crazy. I can barely read. She had, This is what happens when women try to run out there and reinvent their life. She's reprehensible. All right. Let me see if I can make a poll. For some reason, I can't get to the other side of my screen. What is going on here? <laughs> 0304s didn't see how this was going to happen here. Let's put up a poll. All right. Could you play? Would you play with Malik Beasley? Hold up. Would you play with Malik if she smashed, if he smashed your mama? Smash your mama. All right, there's a question mark in there. There you go right there. We're going to ask the community, then go through the super chats. Unintended consequences. I'm going to put it on the Notorious channel, too. Hey, would you play with Malik if he smashed yo mama? <laughs> you know, you got to get your checks. You got to get your checks. I don't know what, man. Could you pass him the ball? You know what I mean? I would not even pass him the ball. Mm. Ladies, you guys, watch out for what y'all doing with y'all bodies, man, out here. Listen, it is what it is. But men do it. I know they're going to say that. Again, women are competing with men. They're not competing for men. As soon as you hear a lady, well, a woman, say, well, men do it. Well, what about when men do it? This is not a lady. This is a woman competing with men. Thus, she should be instantly disqualified as a potential mate. All right, learn to disqualify them. And I'm going to put the seven levels of mate qualification down there for you men to take notes. And he disowned his mother. He disowned his mother. All right. Well, it's, it looks, looks like it's coming back to haunt him. Super chat time. I think I need to give Cash App some love. He said, I passed the other team the ball, all right? I trip him going to a, for an open layup. All right, let's see. Double A in the building. He says, you are the master show enough. My life is better. My man says, I'm living better now. Coogee sweater now. Drop top BMs. I'm the man, girlfriend. All right, Josh says, you're giving great game, showing love from LB, California. Shout out to Long Beach. Strong Beach in the house. Thank you, man. Jones G. Kids aren't obligated. To the parents. Nope. Nope. They're not. And men, as advice, I tell you to tell your parents this before they wreck their lives. Like, don't tell them when they're 70 that you're not going to take care of them. What you should do is tell them when they're 55. <laughs> Say, uh, mama, daddy, ball-headed granny, you're not going to be living in the back room in my house. You're not. You're not going to be living in the back room of my house. I'm not going to be bringing you meals, taking you to the potty. I'm not going to be dealing with this shit. You having outbursts that I can 
not going to give you what you want. Now, as a result, I'm going to say I'm going to work very hard for myself to put your ass in a nursing home. I will do that. You know what I mean? You're a non-producer, meaning you don't produce income. So at some particular point, when you don't produce income, you obviously need to be supported, but you're not going to be living in my back room. You will be living at a nursing home and I will be kicking in. And also, you better be saving money for this day. You better be stacking chips. You better have life insurance. You better be stacking your chips because I'm not paying the whole $10,000 or $8,000 because this is an expensive thing. But I'm throwing your ass in the slammer. Parents can ruin marriages. Parents can ruin marriages. So you have a marriage going well. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. <laughs> if I, if I am married and my wife, parents are aging. This is something normies don't see coming, but it ruins marriages. My wife her parents are aging, but my parents aren't aging. So it's not a problem, but we're in our 10, 12 year, 15 year th years of marriage and our parents start aging and they can't produce anymore. And she's the only daughter. She's the daughter that doesn't work. She's a stay at home mom. And, and the parents have to move into your house. Your marriage is effed. Go ahead and start the clock. Your marriage is effed. Your, it's going to be a wrap. It's going to be a wrap. Your monster-in-law is going to interfere. You're going to be talking to your wife, uh, instructing your kids. Here come the monster-in-law talking shit. She talking cash shit about you or how you operate your marriage. Wrap. You're going to be a, you're going to be a slave in your own house. They're going to be having you watch your own, your monster-in-law. Oh, we got to go over here, do this. Can you watch my mama? Oh, hell no. No, no. We going to Disneyland. Can you watch my, uh, can you watch Nana? Uh, we can't watch her. Nana's got to be here. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. They going to F your marriage up. And then she, your wife's going to be like, yeah, well, it's just a part of life. And it's just an adjustment. And I don't have anywhere else to put her. What do we do? Rapsky, you ain't even going, you ain't having sex with that woman no more. Your wife ain't giving you no more peace leave from that day on. Right? It's going to be a wrap. Yep, they be smoking like a chimney all up in your house. You can be like, Nana, you can't smoke him. Matter of fact, I got a story, like a Dateline story on that. This Nana came and shot the husband. This Nana moved in, was being taken care of by the 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 husband and the wife. And this Nana was a piece of shit. You know what I mean? She was bad. If she was smoking a house, he would tell her, if you smoke, you got to go smoke out here on the patio outside where the mosquitoes are. She was like, I'm not doing it. Smoked the house. And then he confronted her and he was ready to kick her out. And um, I think one time he had a water hose. He had a water hose. And they got video of this. He had a water hose and she started smoking outside where she wasn't supposed to smoke. So he sprayed her with the water hose. She clapped his ass. She went in, got the gat, smoked his ass. Left him leaking in the kitchen. Left his ass leaking. <laughs> And then she went on a run. She stole his car. She drove off. That shit, boy, man. And she was like, I felt disrespected. 
he abuse he he abuses his uh he abuses my daughter after the whole marriage up with this fat piece of let me see something let me see if i can find it sorry man let me see your mother-in-law shoots um let me see here husband this woman was nasty too man but it was a situation of oh, man they, this utah story is coming up quite a bit this just happened shoots husband I'm going to put husband-in-law. Is it husband-in-law? Oh, the Utah story is actually taken. So anytime I put up here. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be a wrap for your marriage. Got his ass clapped in his kitchen. And she shot him. And then he was still crawling across the kitchen. And she clapped him some more. Like, oh. Yeah, he dead. He died. Got it. Let me see here. Of course, this is a worst case scenario, right? But here's the thing. This thing, like. There's other things that happen that are even like, like, uh, even let me see if this is it. Oh, this is another one, dude. It happens more than you, more than you think. It happens more than you think. But these things, there's stuff that leads up to this. There's stuff that happens. Oh, oh, and you know what was funny? They interviewed her. They interviewed him. They interviewed the mother-in-law. They had an interview. They had, they had her in the, um, the police station. They had her in the police station and they told her, they was like, well, you know, unfortunately we have to tell you that the husband died and she was clapping. She was like, good, good. Get rid of his ass. She about to go life in prison. She don't that, got that much life. She was clapping. She was like, good. I hate him. She was laughing. Ha <laughs> ha. And then they brought the wife in and then they brought the wife in. And she was like, mom, why you do that? Then they brought the daughter in to the grandmother. And the daughter was like, Ma, uh, uh, Nana, why you kill my daddy? And then the, the, the Nana was like, I don't care about your dad. He deserve it. He's free. <laughs> what the fuck? Man, these people crazy out here, man. People are crazy. So you just can't let anybody up in your house. She was sick as hell, man. I think I can't remember where it was. I can't even find the story. But uh, maybe I'll find it this weekend. Where are we at? No government name when it comes to instructions on talking. When I was a kid, the rule was that you do not get into conversations between two adults. Okay, we must be the same age. If I was talking at a family function and got interrupted by an adult, I immediately stopped talking. Sad these days, it's so different. I'm going to tell you, my stepmother grew up like my stepmother was an old school. She's an old school woman. She grew up in the old school, like old school housing projects. Kojic churches, Pentecostal churches, right? Back then, back in the 80s, with them, not necessarily my mom, okay? But when I was with my dad, my stepmother, if you, you're a kid, and it wasn't just me, if you were a kid and you were at a Kojic church and you opened your mouth when two adults were talking, they would pop your ass in the lips. They would pop you in the lips. They would go pop. And had them lips press up against them teeth. <laughs> and your inner lip will be bleeding. You wasn't eating no Cheetos or Doritos. You wasn't eating no ketchup on your tater tots for a week. <laughs> you wasn't eating no sour candy. Nothing. They will pop you. In now, today's kids, y'all, well, that's brutal. 
and I would have depression. Man, back then, and at a coaching church, you did not interrupt two adults talking. You get smacked in the lips. Pop! Right in front of everybody. You be, Your whole teeth will click together like this. Click! Your teeth will click. <laughs> your teeth will go click, you bite your tongue, and your inner lip will be bleeding. That's how they used to do that's how they used to do kids back in the day. Now you can't get away with that. Now, because these kids will be like, I got depression. <laughs> Verbal abuse, physical abuse. They have your ass hemmed up and calling CPS and shit. But back then, dude, that was my that's how my stepmother grew up. Like you did not cut off adults. You did not jump in. You did not, and sassy, you couldn't be sassy. Like, that's why one of the things that I grew up now that I took from her, even though we don't have a great relationship, is they they put fires out on sassy. If you were a sassy woman, they put that fire out right away. No, no, that sassy, cute shit and that little thing where you think you're funny and cute and sassy, they put the fire out on that shit. They will put the fire extinguisher on your ass. They don't deal with sassy women like that because to them, sassy women were uh, fast, as they call it, fast. They'll call you, look at that fast tail girl. Look at that fast ass girl. Oh, look at her. She fast. So I grew up kind of like that. So when you feel like, where did, where did coach get these opinions from? Old school people. Old school people. So I don't like sassy women. Like, I don't like sassy. That doesn't impress me. I'm like, like, I think it's goofy. I think it's corny. I mean, she's like, I'm sassy. And I'm this and that. I'm a, I'm a boss chick. And I'm, and I'm this and I'm this. I'm in the bed. Because it's false bravado. I'm sassy. I'm, I'm funny. I'm humorous. I'm entertaining. I'm me. I'm the pro. I'm the table. I'm the ta that sassy shit is just nothing but a uh, code word for hooker. Mm. <laughs> That's what that means. That's all that means to me. I'm like, you just fast. Like if she's been that way for all her life. Um, attention seeking women, women that always got to be the life of the party. Nah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some sneaky, quiet women out here, too. But that was an immediate red flag. I immediately get a red flag when she's a life of the party and she's a what they call a social butterfly. Sassy. And boss chick and boss babe. And I don't know. Man, sassy. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Mr. So when people like coach, there's, there's a baddie. But if she's sassy and a baddie, immediately a turn off to me. That's how I grew up. I'm like, that shit is just whack to me. All right, I know what it means, but not, not a guy's not a guy uh know what it means. That said that happened in San Diego. I did see that one. I'm gonna have to find that one. Let me get to these super chats. I got quite a bit of them, and then I got a meeting here. Mr. St. James says they took the stream down, can't find it. Can you post it on locals? I'll post it up this weekend. All right. Uh Moxa says, please do a story on Eliza Blue. I saw that there was a thing there. I couldn't figure it out. She grift. The right saying she grifted the right saying that she was abused. Now they discover that she was lying in a 304. Eliza Blue. I'll look it back up. I couldn't figure out the story here, though. I'll look it up. Eliza Blue. I'm not going to do it now, but I'll look it up for this coming up week. Okay. Screen is going crazy. You see, the Rusko says, fellas, do you. Feel like a gump, a Mitch, a crybaby. He says, kindly go to the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Look for the 2923 stream and go to 155. Listen and cuff your bumble clot blood clot balls. <laughs> he said, cuff your blood clot balls. 
greatest stream coach. Thank you, man. Let's be men. Let's be men and women be women. Do not blur lines. I don't I don't deal with blur lines. I'm pretty much black and white and it doesn't get me in trouble. Yes, I'm not very flexible. In the way of trying to let things seep over, because once you do that, then there's no more rules. There's no more order. I deal with order, even though I, I think order is the best way. Like I very disciplined and routine and order. That is the recipe for success. That's the recipe for success. Your life should be somewhat boring and routine and mundane. The most successful people are boring, mundane, and routine. The most unsexful, unsuccessful people or people who have a bag and fumble it are chaotic and spontaneous. You know what I mean? That's, that's how you mess your shit up. And anybody who invites spontaneity and to bump me off my, my order, I can't have you around. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. It's not just women. I'm talking about family members, kids, wives, ex-wives. I, I don't care. I need to be able to get into my shit, and then I'll have time for you. Chaos cannot work. All right, there has to be order. All right, shout out to Thrilla72. Coach, is your money mindset applicable to the UK? Yes, it is indeed. In League I Trust, hey, Coach, what do you think about Chief God Allah instead of C God Allah? That actually adds something else to it. Chief God Allah. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Women are spontaneous because they don't. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, um, women are spontaneous because they don't have, they don't often face consequences and repercussions. All right, so they can be spontaneous. Many times they're not funding the spontaneity, right? Oh, let's just do this. Let's take a weekend trip. Okay, that means somebody else is funding it. There's no consequences when you f your life up trying to support her spontaneity, right? And then if something goes wrong, she just sits there and lets you fix it. So this is why women can be spontaneous, uh, spontaneous men. On the other hand, you got to be very methodical. You can't just be like, ah, oh. you know, that's why it works. It's not because they're women. It's because they don't have consequences. Mm. When you understand that you can operate and, and function like that. So if there is a woman in your life and she knows you will tell her, do not just spring some shit on me. I always to tell my kids that too. All right, I used to tell my kids, after 9 o'clock, don't bring emergencies to me. Why? Because that's order. So that means that teaches them either if they have an emergency at 9, they better have a solution, not me, or they better find another parent, or, or they better bring emergencies to me and have to actually think about shit before 9 o'clock. Right? So that gives, them, that gives them a little bit of leeway. And that gives them a time for me to tell you, look, I'm spontaneous, but within reason so plan your life accordingly don't just throw your life away and then expect me to treat your emergency like it's my emergency that's your emergency not mine not all emergencies are my emergency so if you're going through an emergency don't make it mine it's not my emergency that's your fault okay so before nine o'clock i'll be willing to handle it after nine o'clock i'm relaxing i'm zoned out i'm decompressing and i'm about to go to sleep if you ruin that tomorrow is going to be some hell to pay Right. I teach people these things. You got to give instructions to people on how to treat you. And thus they can give instructions on how they want to be treated. But if they mess up their instructions and I lay into their ass, I'm not abusing you. I'm not yelling at you. 
you violated the rules and you violated the order. Thus, the consequences of that is me raining down thunder and lightning on your ass. That is not abuse. I don't care who you are. I'm raining down on your ass with the power of Thor and I'm holding a lightning bolt on you. Now you fucked up my shit. Now, boom, you're going to pay. But I might help you, but you're going to pay. Okay, you understand? So there's a difference between me just yelling at you and you not following the rules and then me yelling at you. <laughs> order is order is order is order. Chaos is chaos is chaos is chaos. If you're chaotic, you're not a part of my life. I don't care who you are. You're out. <laughs> Other than that, I'm a very patient man. Other than that, I'm very patient. I'm understanding. But yeah, man, people are dumb and they're dumb and reckless with their own lives. And then they want me to be reckless and dumb with my life. I'm sorry. You got the wrong one. You got the wrong one. I ain't throwing my life away because you don't care about your life. <laughs> Where are we at? Where are we at? Known unknown. Self-love is the best love. Self-love is the best love. When you love yourself, you will actually treat yourself as such and you will provide instructions, instructions on how to work with you. And thus, I will accept the instructions on how to work with you. But if I'm the leader, you're under my program. Yes, I'm controlling. But I ain't throwing my life away for nobody. I will leave your ass outside in the rain in a ditch. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. And I will not think twice. I'll be up in bed. Ladies always tell ladies, don't, don't text me after 9 p.m. It's going to be possibly answered by the morning. And yes, I'm going to text you at 6 in the morning when I wake up. And do not tell me I woke you up at 6 in the morning because you woke me up at 9.30 when you text me. Okay. So, do we got it? We got it. All right, shout out to Crypto Keeper set. And if you want to see me, you better have planned before 9 a.m. to come see me. See, these are instructions. What's, what's going on, man? These are instructions. This is how men work. Do not text me, hey, I'm thinking about coming over at 9.30. No. Now, I'll stay up if I know you're on your way or we plan to meet at 9 o'clock. We planned it, but that's that. Okay, now I know I can prepare. I know I can get my shit in order. I can. But don't be like, hey, what you doing? 9, 30, 10, 10, 30, 11. Your ass is not going to get no response. And I'm going to tell you one time, don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't ever do that again. If you do it again, I'm going to delete your number or block you. So anyway, but you guys live by the seat, fly by the seat of your pants, and you wonder why your life ain't right. Where are we at? Crypto Keeper, Chapter 8, Free Agent Lifestyle. You are the prize. You are the prize. All right. Daniel McGee taking myself out to a nice meal tomorrow after working 41 days straight with no days off. He says, putting my new suit on. Yes, indeed. And putting, pulling my bed out of the garage. 125 for the Tomahawk State and about $170 for the meal. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you and enjoy that Tomahawk State. All right. Go out there, go to the bar, go to an area where they have the bar, go get seated, have fun, dress up. All right. We're going to start having dress up, fresh to death, 
Saturday nights, all of that stuff. Feel good. And if somebody wants to invite themselves along, hey, you can come along, but not on this day. Maybe on another day. Sorry. George M. says, big up yourself, coach. Thank you, man. We here trying to teach. Spider says, you speak in facts. Thank you, sir. E. Brock with the sponsorship. He says, Coach Pete, please put last night's stream on Patreon. I will. Straggle and Sniggle or Sniggle and Straggle Theater. They got Michael Irvin. Sad. All right, Ninja Snuggle, put SP Jr. on the jazz. That would be simple. All right, Irv A. says, Cynthia something. Oh, Cynthia something here is the monster-in-law that shot the gun until the gun was empty. All right, I think you put a mistake in there. So let me see if I can pull that up for you, brothers, just to show you. Yeah, she was a mess. All right. There must be a misspelling in there slightly, but let me see. Oh, no, there's not. The killer grandma who celebrated her deletion. Let me see if this is it. Yeah, here she is right here. I'll, I'll say the story quick. This is the woman. She shot until the gun was empty and celebrated her murder. This is the mother-in-law that, that, that they moved in. So the husband allowed his wife to move in a mother-in-law and he invited his own death to the party. All right, here it is right there. They bring in her ass in there in shackles and chains in a straight jacket, probably. Here it is right there. She's 63. Sheesh. She's 63. She looks 73, 83. It says right here, who shot and killed her son-in-law. Coincidentally, was on her birthday as well. Let me see here. From the start, Cynthia, oh, from the start, they didn't get along. Cynthia was a chronic smoker and will often smoke cigarettes at home. And the, fa the, the father, the man of the house, did not like it. And she didn't want to follow order. He didn't want her smoking around her children and will often hose her down with water whenever she smoked in the yard. Now, he hosed her down because she didn't listen. And she probably got the daughter to be leaning on her. Other than lifestyle differences, Cynthia often saw the husband and the wife arguing. So there she is. She interfered where she should not have and claimed that he physically and verbally abused his kids. And she lied on that. I doubt this. So this is why I tell you, you can't invite these people into your house because then their own criteria and how they think your relationships will work and how you parent, they're going to, they're going to uh, interfere in. We don't know if he was arguing and, and fighting and verbally. This, this is bullshit. You see this? And, th oh, this was later backed up by lawyer, Laura. All right, Laura stated that he would spray water at them when things go wrong. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Okay, so here it is. This was the punishment. This was the punishment. Did he spray water at them when they were doing the right thing? Did he spray water at them when they did, when they listened? When they were doing the wrong shit, it sounds like that's when they got the punishment. You see that? When they were doing wrong, the father punished. Did he spank? Did he do anything? Did he yell? Nope. He said, I'm going to spray your ass. And now they were, he was extremely strict with his kids. Dude, this is, I, I tell you, man, employing a military style to discipline his kids. <laughs> These people do not want to follow no rules. They don't want to, they don't want to follow the rules. I don't want to follow the rules. He's strict. What was the physical abuse? Spraying with water. He wants order, and he got the kids not listening, the wife not listening, 
and the monster-in-law not listening. Shit. I would have left all of their ass. I would have left all of them and the kids. Says right here, the trigger point was when Cynthia and the husband argued about dressing, about dressing, and the husband refused to let the monster-in-law attend his granddaughter's spelling bee. That's what triggered it. Right after that, she went to the granny flat, to her granny flat, and grabbed a gun, returned back to the house, and shot him 10 times. She even went back to her car to retrieve more bullets, shot shooting at him a grand total of 15 times, ensuring that he died before stopping the attack. He was 53 years old. And there you see the footage right there. Look at her. These two people, these are the detectives. This the granny. She unloaded, reloaded, and went to again try to unload. And this is her granny-ass arm. Look at this saggy, sloppy, yogurt-ass body. Look at his body. And, of course, it was Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Thank you, brother, for sharing that super chat. Of course, him abusive. Him controlling. Let's kill him. <laughs> All right, let's kill him. Man, damn, man. They maniacs out here, dude. They People want chaos. I assume if you want chaos, you are not part of my life. All right, Granny wanted chaos. Thank you, Irve. Granny wanted chaos. The wife wanted chaos. The kids wanted chaos. He wanted order, and he lost his life for it. Not I. All right, as soon as you say you want chaos, I let you live chaos but I subtract myself from your life. I'm not just going to have chaos, right? Alan A. Inle oh, I'm sorry. I messed that up. He says, just saying, thank you for all you do. Shout out to in league. I trust. All right. I, I messed that up, but that's all right. Shout out to in league. I trust. He says the good book predicted this mess. Yep. Watch out for people who try to control how you maintain order. Or here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't like my order, and if you like, if you don't like my order, I can do this for you. I can do this. I cannot contribute all my pimping. Okay. I can't contribute, meaning I can't lead, nor will I lead when there's an emergency. I will not change flat tires. I will not shoot burglars. I will not pay all the bills. I will not clear the gutters. I will not mow the lawn. I'm going to, I'm going to assume a submissive position. I'm going to just sit there. I'm taking everything back. I'll pay some, but I ain't paying all of it. I'll, I'll give you something. Now, first of all, I can't even live that way. But if that's what you want me to do, cool. All right, y'all do what y'all want. <laughs> For real. All right, yo, man, we got to get out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. Look. We're going to be back. Oh, it's the weekend. It is the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? We ready to go, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Hey, man, enjoy the playbacks. And on Patreon, I, I'll put up the uh, stream that I took down. Shout out to the private investigator, investigators out here. And shout out to the haters watching my show. Without you, there would be no CGA. Shout out to all the haters out there watching the show. And we're going to be out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.